This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, June 25th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, at least three people died and up to 99 are missing after a multi-story building partially collapsed in southern Florida's Miami-Dade County early Thursday morning, ABC News reported. Champlain Tower South, a 12-story residential condo in the beachside town of Surfside, about six miles north of Miami Beach, has 136 units and 55 collapsed, officials said. During an evening briefing on Thursday, officials said 102 people have been identified and declared safe. At least 10 people, including uh, the person who died were treated for injuries on site. Uh, One person was taken to the hospital in critical condition. 15 families walked out of the building on their own. The mayor said the collapse happened at about 1.03 a.m., meaning the building was likely filled with sleeping residents and fears the death toll could rise. It's unclear exactly how many people remain unaccounted for, but witnesses say more people are still trapped inside. I mean, Kathy, you reported this 24 hours ago, and at that time, still, they hadn't found anybody i mean it's just it just goes to show you that a rubble like that cleaning up a mess like that and trying to dig in and move that stuff is so volatile and such a uh such a procedure that it's just you're right because the cleanup procedure could actually end up killing people yeah, they absolutely right. well, and they're, so they're worried about a second collapse so yeah. yeah with the rescuers going oh you in. mean the other part of the building yeah well the the I was watching footage. There are firefighters in the basement area of that building risking their own lives to cut through huge walls of concrete to get access to whatever pancake down. And I was watching footage because obviously every so many people have like you know uh, cameras in their houses and uh, their and their condo yeah. security. Yeah. A couple of the um, the condos had footage pressed. You could start to see little bits of dust start to fall from the zone. Oh, okay. And then it gets progressively more and more and more, and then the cameras all go out because wow. it just collapses. Oh, horrible. Multiple local officials tell ABC News there could be as many as 99 people unaccounted for based on the number of people in the building. A massive search and rescue operation was underway into the morning as crews carefully checked the wreckage and remaining structure for survivors. Footage from the scene showed firefighters pulling, pulling a boy from the rubble alive and rescuing other people from battle. Balconies. Officials remain concerned about a secondary collapse as search and rescue efforts are underway. A storm also hit the area, further complicating rescue efforts. It's unknown what caused the collapse of the building. They said they had been doing work. That about uh, 12 years ago, they, they discovered that the building's foundation was sinking. And they had been doing work on the roof, and they were trying to do, I guess, shoring up procedures. They don't know if that's a direct cause of this, but that was happening. Uh, the Seaside develop, uh, condo development was built in 1981 in the southeast corner of Surfside. Uh, it had two, a few two-bedroom units currently on the market, which the asking price was between $600,000 and $700,000. Derek Chauvin, the former police officer who killed George Floyd on a Minneapolis street last year, is set to be sentenced Friday to a potentially lengthy prison stay. 45-year-old Chauvin was convicted in April on charges of second-degree unintentional murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter for his role in Floyd's death. Prosecutors for the state of Minnesota requested a 30-year prison uh, sentence, saying it would properly account for the profound impact of the defendant's conduct on the victim, the victim's family, and the community, according to a sentencing memo. Chauvin's defense attorney
attorney, Eric Nelson, argued that the former officer should instead receive probation and time served or at least a sentence less than what the law guides. Mr. Chauvin asks the court to look beyond its findings to its ba- to his background, his lack of criminal history and amendability to probation, to the usual facts of this case and to his being a product of a broken system, Nelson wrote in the filing. The guilty verdict on all three charges against Chauvin came nearly a year after the impassive, he impassively kneeled on the neck and back of Floyd handcuffed and lying prone on the street for nine minutes and 29 seconds. Under the officer's knee, the 46-year-old man gasped for air, repeatedly exclaimed, I can't breathe, and ultimately went uh, silent as a group of horrified bystanders looked on. The sentencing is set to take place today at 1.30. Judge Peter Cahill, who oversaw the trial, will uh, likewise decide the sentence. Members of Floyd's family will be allowed to deliver victim impact statements, and Chauvin will have an opportunity to speak before he is sentenced. Families will get to enjoy a, the 114-year-old Clementon Park and Splash World when it reopens Friday in Camden County. The park was shut down over the past two years after abruptly closing following a foreclosure and sale to new owners. It sold at an auction on March uh, in March for $2.3 million. A lot of work has gone into getting the park up and running after three failed attempts to reopen. So today is the big day, and it will reopen. Are you bummed you didn't buy a case? Well, that sounds, the yeah, that sounds really amazing. Well. Wait, how many? Do you, do you, how many acres is it? It's a quarter acre. Oh. I don't know so how many It's acres. incredibly small. No, but $2.3 million. It's not that much. I, told, I, I Listen, I had recommended to our company to buy it <laughs> and turn it into Beasley Land. Case, we could not, <laughs> could not even get a, a fire truck. You know, oh, the they're going to spring for Beasley Land? I like yeah. Beasley Land. Yeah, Beasley yeah. Land. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do not. I like President Steve Land. Yeah. Oh. Unless it becomes a lawsuit thing. <laughs> well, so right, it could be Beasley Land, I right? like the idea of President Steve Land, but... Beasley Land has yeah. a ring to it. Beasley well, Land Beasley. and then like Preston and Steve World inside Beasley Land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. I like yeah. it. Oh, my God. Uh, so today's the big day where they will <laughs> reopen the new owners. I would like to go visit Marcus's Public Affairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Public Affairs yeah. Park. Yes. Uh, I love it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The new owners have obtained the required licenses needed to operate. Park staff has been painting and cleaning ahead of the reopening. Gates will open from 11 a.m. They'll stay open until 7 p.m. And uh, the owner said that parking is free. By the way, please text suggestions of ride names and features in Beasley Land (laughs) with WMMR. I would love to explore those. And we we have access to a text board here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Send those over with your ideas. I'd like to know what the roller coasters and rides and water rides and all that stuff with our MMR names. That'd be one. The Romano wheel? I, no, I was going to say, I'll do the princess makeover. Oh. <laughs> is that a part of most of your theme park? Parks? Well, you know, well, at Disney, print, yes, it's they a have huge the is it? property yes. boot. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. boutique. Yeah. The I, I, boot. I never did that. <laughs> all right, let's do sports this morning. The Phillies were off last night and returned to action this afternoon. They open up a three-game series in New York against the Mets. Arenola will get the start, and game time is at 4-10. Last night in the NBA, the Clippers beat the Phoenix Suns in Los Angeles. Paul George scored 27 points, and the Clippers pulled away in the third quarter, beating Chris Paul, who had just returned following COVID protocols, and the Suns 106-92 to in Game 3 of the Western Conference Finals. Game 4 is tomorrow night in L.A. And in the NHL, the Montreal Canadiens scored a minute and 39 into overtime to clinch a 
3-2 win over the Golden Knights and eliminate Vegas in Game 6 of their semifinal series. Carey Price stopped 37 shots. Cole Caulfield and Captain Shea Weber added goals, and the Canadians advanced to the Stanley Cup Finals for the first time since winning their 24th, 24th title 28 years ago. <laughs> and that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, uh, Kathy. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm looking at the, the list of uh, of names here that people have uh, texted over. It's, it's okay. It's the one I like best is uh, Pierre Robert's Lazy Riviera. <laughs> yes. That's a good one. Uh, Magnata Beer Garden. Uh, it'd be a little more, a little more oh, creative. Be more disgusting is what we want. Bumper sharks. Yeah. I like there Bill Weston's Ride About Town. Oh, that, that's yeah, a good one. Yeah. That is a solid one. I like, oh my gosh. The I like Kathy, Kathy, Kathy's Bitch Corner. No, Kathy Romano Rail. Romano oh, Rail. Yeah. Come on. That's perfect. I mean, I man. <laughs> That makes sense. All right. Well, listen. We'll we'll go through and we'll, we'll find our best ones. But nonetheless, we are broadcasting live from Subaru of America. Why? <laughs> well, because Subaru is awesome. And once again, won the live broadcast from uh, the President Steve Camp Out for Hunger 2019. Yeah. Which it, seems forever ago. It's good we jumped on this because there could have been like 30 that we had to make up if we let this go too long. But yeah, this is this is great that we're finally getting to it. Yeah. And so we, we are set up inside Subaru. Subaru of America. They they've even opened up the outdoor windows, like these huge, I I love it. garage sized door windows that go to the outside. It's a beautiful morning, so we're kind of outside. Today. Before we get Beasley World, I want these kind of doors in our studio. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, right? fantastic! Oh, and I want to thank and we, and we go on and on, and you will hear us repeat it several times. They have a world class cafeteria, probably the best corporate cafeteria in America. I, I don't know where you'd find one that could compete. And I already want to thank uh, Deborah, the barista, because she saved my. My life this morning. I had like a series of five or six things go wrong, and she was making <laughs> vanilla lattes. Oh, and they're outstanding. Oh. And, they, and, and I needed that before I was about ready to go crazy. I was about okay. ready to You had a conga line. Yeah. Your, your, your computers kept screwing up, the printing, all that stuff. I forgot some yeah. stuff. I kept having to go back and forth. I had trouble getting through security in here, which is nice to know that they are very secure here at this building. Well, yeah. we, your we pants thank, were falling off. Yeah. We thank you, Deborah, because we get we know what happens when Preston's not happy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Deborah, you turned that frown upside down, so thank you. Thank you, Deborah. Um, and, yeah, they're giving her a standing ovation back in the, uh, in the cafeteria. We'll probably meet everybody back there before the morning is up because that's one of our most favorite things to do here. It, it really going is. And I, I mean, we love the whole charity feeding we people thing. But nice. We get some premium waffles every year, and that's really what it's about. And actually, I think we're going to do a contest involving waffles ah. later on this morning, which we'll reveal as uh, the day goes on. So, uh, But we are always happy and excited to uh, to be here. It's going to be a little uh, less. They, they still don't have full capacity here in the building. Uh, so as far as the uh, audience goes, it's going to be a little bit lighter. That's all right. We're going to bring the love uh, from the radio radio to those who are joining us elsewhere this morning. And do you know that it's actually being so what we're doing here is being broadcast to other parts of the building? Oh, it is? Yes. That's oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Okay, awesome. Simulcast. I think in another building as well, Steve. I think yes. Not and, just... and some random building that they just picked. <laughs> yeah. Subaru in Japan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're set for uh, the show today and looking forward to being here uh, throughout the course of the morning. Uh, we're going to break and come back in a second. We, we are, uh, as far as our guests go, it's going to be the gang here yeah. at Subaru. We it's couldn't get anyone in. We will talk to the hairiest knuckles in the world, Matt Ritter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at some point this morning. So we'll get him on I'm the program. Sure, he's putting conditioner in that hair right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wants to look. Good. The product. Where's my hair knuckle product? Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> so we'll talk to Matt later on. Uh, let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get into the entertainment report, stupid questions, some giveaways, and our Friday continues as usual. We'll be right back on MMR. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. By the way, we mentioned earlier, just for fun, Casey did, uh, you know, Clementon Park was uh, uh, was bought. And uh, Casey said he was hoping our company would buy it and create Beasley Land. So as for some suggestions, if we had Beasley Land, I think my favorite suggestion as far as rides go is uh, Cowper's Six Swinging Chair. That's good. That's good. That one's pretty solid thick. right there. So was, You're going to get thick. Yeah, Cowper's Six Swinging Chairs. Spin so much. Are you looking for fun this weekend? <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll, I'll run through some of those again a little bit later on. But in the meantime, we're going to do a stupid question. Uh, for a prize today, we are going to be giving away a $50 Metro Diner gift card. So here's my question, and it's Subaru-related. What song from the group... Blondie mentions Subaru. Uh-huh. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that question. What song, big hit for the band Blondie, mentions a Subaru in it? 215-263-WMMR is the number. Today is the 25th day of June. Some birthdays to mention while we're waiting for your call. Uh, we'll start with uh, Tim Finn. Yes. Singer, guitarist of Crowded House, and also was in the group Split Ends. They're doing some new music. Yeah, they have a new record coming yeah, out, and they're yeah. going to tour in the fall. I've never seen them live. I'd I love have. to go see them. Yeah, they were, they're excellent, and I was just listening to uh, Don't Dream It's Over. Great song. Yeah. Uh, and, in fact, I think Tim stepping in for Lindsey Buckingham uh, with Fleetwood That's right. Mac. Yes. Uh, yeah. So he celebrates his 69th birthday today. Wow. And he was always like a baby-faced yes. guy. Yes. I can't imagine him at almost 70 years old. Cherubic is, is probably unpleasant looking. Uh, well, I don't know. You I would have to imagine. Right. That's why you don't see old pictorials on cherubs. Right. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, another singer? And she's got a uh, possibly the one of the most famous mouths in the world oh. of music. Who do you think I'm thinking uh, of? Carly Simon. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Carly Simon. I agree. Very, very big smile, very big mouth. Do you remember the MTV little promo thing they did where she was sort of a sexy Santa? No. Uh, and, and I remember when that came out, it was all, people were freaking out. I need she to just looked, yeah, yeah, see if you can dig it up. It's well worth watching. I'll never forget, you know, her song, Anticipation. Yes. Uh, and they used that for, uh, it was either Hunts or Heinz Ketchup. Ketchup, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so thick, you'd have to wait for it to uh, to pour out. And we determined You're So Vain is about... Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty, all yeah. right. Uh, so Carly Simon is 76 today. Uh, Jimmy Walker. Yes. Played J.J. Evans on Good Times, of course. Actor and comedian. He is uh, 74 years old He's today. Actually, the reason John Amos left the series... Is really? he? Because 
That show is supposed to be about him. Okay, so yeah. I saw a teaser the other yeah, day yeah. Uh, with John Amos saying why he left, and I didn't right, read right, the article, yeah. and that it was because of J.J.? Well, uh, there was Because just, of his popularity? It just, it just became that. Yeah, uh, and he felt, yeah, he, was, did. he felt he was not contributing anything worth a damn. Wow. Uh, but uh, Jimmy Walker is 74 years old today. He, he, Preston, he wanted to go do real substantial work like uh, Beastmaster. Right. <laughs> Die Hard 2. He got to wear a thong in that. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He was in Coming Die Hard 2. He is. He's the uh, he's the conspiratorial general who um, he gets uh, tossed into the jet towards yeah. the end. He, he has a Not about that. He has a brutal death. Spoiler alert. Okay, uh, Linda Cardellini. Uh, she in the MCU. She's the wife of Hawkeye. Yeah, she's great. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's been in lots of stuff herself. Obviously, uh, she was Velma in the Scooby Doo movies. She's uh, too good looking, I think, for Velma. Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but. Velma was always kind of cute. You yeah. Know? yeah. So She's bookish. They needed, yeah, exactly. Bookish. Uh, but she turns 46 today. Ricky Gervais, creator of The Office, he yeah. just got to be swimming in money, right? Well, you would imagine, right? So, uh, and um, in many ways, that's always been this sort of thing. Which is better? Um, you know, the, the, the British version or the American version? I watched the British version. There are so many things with the nomenclature that I don't understand the right. little, little things. But the, the, the office here has become such a juggernaut. It's I think it's far eclipsed the British, the original. Well, it's a big birthday for him. He's sick today, and he shares a birthday with someone from the uh, American version of the office, Angela Kinsey. Yeah. And she's 50 years old today. We talked to her. So two yeah. big birthdays. Yeah, we did. That was a great conversation with those guys. In fact, it was for the camp. It's the yep. reason we're here. Yep, exactly. So 50 years old today for her. Uh, Busy Phillips. Uh, has her birthday today. She is in, what's that show? Uh, Marissa, five times whatever, isn't she? You had recommended it. It's a show on, I even forgot what streaming platform it's on. I think it's on Peacock. It's called Girls 5 Eva. Girls 5 Eva, yeah. And it's like if the Spice Girls broke up. Right. And then now they're reuniting in 2021. And it just got picked up for a second season. That's a, that's no a Tina Fey, right? Yes. Yeah, Tina yeah. Fey's in it and she produces it. Um, uh, Sa- uh, Sarah Bareilles. Do yes. You know her is like a yeah. she was like a 2000 a singer. singer. Yes. I wanna stay a that one, right? Yes, yeah, yes, the, the song one. that goes I wanna How's it go again? I wanna say you be brave. Oh, brave. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was a huge hit. Yeah. Okay. She also sang the Safe Light song. Yeah. Uh Safe Light Repair, Safe Light Replace. Uh we were the backup singer Remember? for her. I remember that. Uh and so busy Phil yeah, I watched the first episode of that show. What'd you think? They didn't do much. Oh, yeah. right. Why would you tell us about horrible stuff? Well, I wasn't really telling it to you guys. Oh, okay. I think I was but, telling it to Kathy. But 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 <laughs> there are there are many shows where it's taken me two or three episodes and then gets me. So I have not committed to you know, diving in for another. Right. Maybe it'll get me. I don't know. Did you watch it with your wife? I did. Oh, and she didn't. And she like wasn't it into it. Watch either. it with someone else's wife. I, that's what I should I watch it with my wife. Yeah. Okay, I'll watch yeah. it with Casey's wife. Uh, so, Busy Phillips is forty-two today. Lala Anthony has a birthday. Lala, a reality no. TV star. It says here. Yes, uh, she's forty-two. Yeah, is it Basketball Wives? I yes, assume? yeah, it is. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I saw something. Uh, uh, Lala, an entertainment story that Lala and somebody broke up. Lolo, Lala and Lolo broke up. <laughs> If only. Yeah. If only yeah. Lala and Layla. Layla. She was Total Request Live? Was she? Uh, yeah. Sure. yeah. Okay. She's 42 she was today. Total Request Live. Uh, and then the last birthday I saw is actress. Shut Ma- up. <laughs> Not you. La, he, la, la. I wasn't talking. He was before. telling Nick to shut up yeah. because he, he said a joke and mispronounced it. Stop that. 
Thank you. <laughs> he talked, I left, and he tells me to shut up. Yeah. That's, exactly. how, that's then, how it goes. While I was talking. And then yes. you think he's telling you, you to guys. shut up. Yeah, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to him. I know, yeah, but I was good. talking. Yeah, but I was talking he to him. He was doing his own show. By the way, this oh, my own show. we are a major market morning show. I want to see you be brave. Everybody look over there. Casey's singing again. <laughs> All right, last birthday on this list, McKenna Grace, young actress. She's 15 years old. She was the little girl in the movie Gifted. Ah. She also played uh, in I, Tonya. She played Tonya as a little girl. And most recently on this past season of The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, is she on that? In a pretty wild um, portrayal of this character. Yeah. yeah. She's also young Carol Danvers in uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, she's excellent. Right. She's excellent. All right, so she's 15 today, by the way. Happy birthday. All right, let's uh, go to the phone and see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, can I answer these phones? I haven't even tried this yet. Hang on a second here. Um, we are looking for the Blondie song where you will hear the name Subaru mentioned. Uh, 215-263-WMMR is the number. I'm going to go to Kenny and see if we can get an answer. Hey there, Kenny. <laughs> Kenny, can you hear me? Kenny, can, can you hear me? Can you hear me calling? Kenny? Did Kenny hang up? Hi. Hi. Can you hear What's all that noise? Can you hear me okay, Kenny? I don't think, I don't think her name is Kenny. Hi. Who is on the phone? Hello? Yeah, what's oh. your name? Kelly. Kelly. Oh, wait, hang on, everybody. Let me, right, let me just get this over with. Right. Kelly, are you there? Hang on, I'm trying to figure out what this person's name is. What is your name? I I don't know what to do. Because they have the correct answer. Alright, I'm I'm gonna put this person on hold because they have the right answer. I don't know what the story is. But the answer is rapture. That's what he said. So hang on. I don't know if it's a guy or girl, it was Kenny or Kelly, whatever, whatever. Uh, and, um, yeah, from the song Rapture, they mentioned Subaru. So we are going to give that person a $50 Metro Diner gift card. You can satisfy your burger cravings with Metro Diner's new offerings, including the breakfast burger, which is top of the day, hash browns, bacon, this mouth-watering burger. <laughs> is perfect for when you want breakfast, lunch, and dinner all at once. You can order it at MetroDiner.com or seated at your local diner. Let's get into some of the stories that I have for you here. We'll begin with this. Jack Black was actually injured preparing to say farewell to Conan O'Brien. The talk show host, of course, ended his 28-year career in late-night television on Thursday with a cold open from Homer Simpson, a Zoom call with Will Ferrell and Jack Black as his final in-studio guest. Uh, the actor was supposed to tape a skip where he injured himself while singing goodbye to O'Brien, but he actually hurt himself <laughs> in the process. Oh, man. Uh, Black sprained his ankle during the pre-tape and was prevented from going as big as he had hoped for the final number. You know, I, so I, I've been watching the uh, the last uh, two or three. Have you yeah. been watching? Oh, yeah. Well, at, yeah. You know, the next day on YouTube and whatever. I wish I could have stayed up to watch last night. Right, right. So I, I recorded it. But it's actually been really nice because he's had a lot of people. Conan, in the way the late night history will be rolled out and for future generations, got the n- maximum raw deal. It was just ridiculous the hey. way they mismanaged it. But I think he's really happy with this format. 
Uh, he's going to go on and do stuff a la Letterman, what, what Letterman did to net with Netflix. So that's his next step. But hey, I have a question really about nice. about this show, about yeah. where it's been airing. Has Andy Richter been on there? Andy yeah. Richter's the been time? on. So what they would do is, okay. they, like at the height of everything, when they were had to really space, Andy would sit out in the on the audience uh-huh. of this empty theater. Okay, and uh, it was actually they made. They made uh, you know lemonade out of lemons. I've always uh, I've always liked Andy Richter. He's great. He's he was hilarious. An part of that yeah. that, uh, that uh, show. O'Brien joked uh, it felt fitting for our show uh, when Carson and Letterman, all these legends, go off the air. Everything is meticulous. Of course, we would think of a bit where Jack pretends to get hurt, and while filming it, Jack gets hurt. We're the only show in history of the medium that would actually do that. Uh, he will reemerge on HBO Max in the near future with a new show. By the way, there was eight and a half minutes earlier this week of Paul Rudd and Bill Hader <laughs> and Andy Richter and Conan and it's some of the funniest TV I've ever seen and Paul okay. Rudd Paul Rudd's just been doing this joke on Conan for 20 years where he comes out to promote whatever movie he's in and it's always the same clip of Mac and me but it's it, so it's a, a bizarre ridiculous clip but the way that he set it up to get Conan to bite to think that maybe once this actually wasn't going to be Mac and me was so well done and it just it was great so if you get a chance check it, it out it was brilliant and it, it happens to be a clip in this Horrible movie that both Nick and I are massive fans of, uh, where this kid in a wheelchair goes off a cliff. And so that's always the clip. that It's so bizarre, Kathy. You got to see it. I think I saw it. Okay, yeah. I did see it. But anytime Paul Rudd had a movie to promote, that would be the clip that he would play every time. Love it. All right. uh, TMZ reports that Renee Zellweger and Ant Anstead have started dating. So he was on, he used to be married to um, Christina Hack from HGTV or whatever. So sources tell... Flipper Queef, or what is the name of that show? (laughs) Flipper Flop. Sources tell TMZ that the outlet that the pair met when they filmed an episode of Anstead's new Discovery Plus show, Celebrity IOU Joyride. What the hell is that? I don't know. Uh, But I do like, I would like to go... Like I used to like uh, cribs. Mm-hmm. I used to anything where you can get inside a celebrity's home. I think that'd be interesting. So maybe maybe this will be a good show. So this news comes uh, just three days after his divorce from Christina Hack was finalized. So wow. he jumped right into Renee Zellweger. Uh, celebrity IOU Joyride is a spinoff of Celebrity IOU, where celebs give one of their loved ones a unique car transformation. Oh, uh, some of the other guest stars include Mary J. Blige, Tony Hawk. Octavia Spencer, James Marsden, and Danny Trejo. So those are some decent-sized names on that show. Yeah. There's been three seasons of Celebrity IOU. (laughs) Well, it's good to know it's on. I guess so. Well, what was the one that they had most recently done? It's not Celebrity IOU, but it's Celebrity IUD. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, but, like, Brad Pitt was in it and uh, uh, Viola Davis. What was it about? It was about them doing a home makeover for people that they love. So, um, yeah, so for, like, Brad Pitt, it was, like, some lady who was, like, like a secretary or whatever his for, for years. And, uh, yeah, so. Okay, not familiar. I, that was on, I think that was on HGTV. All right. All right. Uh, when Kaylee Cuoco started her last gig at HBO, uh, she had to do something she had never done before. That was a sex scene. Uh, the Big Bang Theory actress told the Hollywood Reporters Roundtable that coming from network television sitcoms, she didn't know what to do for the intimate scene on the fight, uh, flight attendant. Uh, she said when they called cut, I'd be hovering over Michael like I was on a toilet. And I'm like, I'm not touching anything. I'm not looking at anything. <laughs> 
Uh, she added that her co-star. You should have to pay extra for that, Preston. Uh, what's it, or is it Michelle? Is that? It's not Michael. M I C H I E L. How would you pronounce that? Maybe I'm Michael. Michelle. Uh, anyway, I-E-L. dude, I don't know. Uh, directly told her, you're acting so weird, you're making this way weirder than it nears, needs to be. So she had never been in that situation before as an actress, and it was kind of odd for her. I did you watch that series? No. The, the flight yeah, attendant? Yeah. No. Kathy, did you? You were watching I it for a bit, right? I did watch it, yes. What would you think? I, I, the beginning was great, and then in the middle, it kind of got a little like, I was like, really? Is this happening? And my friend was like, stick with it. You'll like the end. And I did like the way it ended. All right. Okay. Channing Tatum shared the first ever photo of his daughter's face in a heartwarming Instagram post on Thursday. Uh, the actor captioned the photo of himself and eight-year-old Everly Elizabeth Maisel Tatum. Maisel. With, you my littles are everything. You my littles are everything? That's what it says here. Does he you, attend the same school as his daughter? Maybe it should have been con- you, comma, oh. my littles are oh. everything. But I don't know. Uh, you are my world and my heart. Uh, he continued saying, you were looking at the full moon in this pic and telling me the prophecy of the full moon mermaid. And then we ran into the water and looked for her and played with glow sticks. Oh, he'd been drinking, clearly. In the night, water calling out uh, to the mermaids. Is it glow stick time? You said, wait, what is that from? <laughs> That's uh, that story that I told about the fish show or the train. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is it glow stick time? Glow stick time. He goes on to say, you said you touched a bald-headed mermaid and saw a tail. Ha ha, one day you will read this and I hope laugh, we have fun. That's cute. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Everly's mother is Jenna Dewan, by the way. Uh, She and uh, Channing were married from 2009 to 2019. You mentioned Jenna Dewan, Preston, and I have not heard word one on a second season of Flirty Dancing. (laughs) And uh, that is... Are you outraged? I'm outraged. Because I can think of no better way to have a relationship than dance with a stranger. Yes. Flirty Dancing. Flirty Dancing. Dude, there's a new show... uh, and I've, I've only seen pictures of it. It's called Sexy Beast. Have you heard about that? Yes. This, okay, oh this is on Netflix. God. Yes. And right. everybody's just, it, it. the reviews are so bad, I have to see it. Yes. They, they dress up as like um, demonic. Well, so, so the pictures I saw, yeah. there's one of a guy whose head is transformed into a dolphin. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Kathy, yes. you have to see this. I mean, like high-tech prosthetics. Uh, well, one guy looks like a minotaur. Yeah, they've got all kind. Of, if, if you can find some photos, oh, Marissa's away from the... Um, uh, anyway, uh, you need to see these pictures because it's outrageous, <laughs> and they're going to set them up to, to date each other. Right, without seeing each other. Without seeing each other's faces. Right. Uh, people have pointed out, though, that they're all thin, athletic. Of course. Right. Built, so yeah, they're yeah. going to be incredibly good-looking no matter what. But oh, Maybe they're all going to be butterfaces. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, never yeah, know, man. Maybe. You definitely have some people that work on their bodies because their faces are... All sorts this of fun. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Kathy, there this it is. is ridiculous. This yeah. is so dumb. <laughs> but look at the look at the makeup. It is as movie over the top as you can get. Uh, and yeah, so they're going to have these people go on dates. It looks ridiculous. So think the mass singer meets the dating yes. game. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Only without big furry costumes, right. you can actually see their mouth and 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 eyes and everything. But right. it's and it's, their genitals. It's ridiculous. Wait, there's the scarecrow. Um. It looks like something we would do, not something that's produced well, and made into a TV show. Yeah. But what they really should do is put people in inflatable costumes as well, so you really don't even know body type or anything. Or what you could do is you could have the people, like, have a Are wall you- between them, <laughs> yeah. have the three people sitting on st- on stools, and then the other woman who can't see them on the other side, like it's done for decades in the dating game. Dude, there was a makeout scene. Just was now. A, that was, that was with disgusting. The, with the- 
masks on. This, you know what this is, though, Preston? Think about what this is. This is a show for furries, right? Yeah. Aren't uh, furries? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. yeah. For, for uh, People yeah. who get off on getting dressed up in costumes and getting it on. Yeah, yeah something for everybody. Yeah. All right, anyhow, uh, check that one out. Sexy Beast. <laughs> Sexy Beast. Uh, I like this story. Uh, Jessica Chastain recently poked fun at her resemblance to Bryce Dallas Howard on TikTok. She's uh, done a few videos that are very funny. Uh, the Zero Dark Thirty actress made a short video singing along to uh, the popular uh, TikTok sound. Sick of it. Sick. Sick. Of it. Uh, I'm on TikTok all the time. While mouthing the lyrics. Seven days a week. A caption on the screen read, when you spend 20 years building a career and they still think you work at Jurassic Park. <laughs> I d- they, that's a couple of actresses who, from time to time, name-wise and face-wise, yeah. I will interchange. Bryce Dallas Howard Just and by uh, Jessica Chastain. Although yeah. they look a little bit different now. Bryce put on a little more weight than uh, than Jessica has. Well, and but, she, but if you look at their earlier work, for some reason, I get the two of them mixed up. Very similar. Jessica Chastain is playing, uh, she's in the PTL. Um, yes, the Tammy Faye Tammy Baker. Tammy Faye Baker, yes. Story. And I'm very interested to uh, to see that. Uh, Julia Roberts and Danny Motors' youngest son, Henry, turned 14 last week. So, so they were motoring. The cinematographer shared a rare short, uh, shot of his son on Instagram. Uh, the clip featured Henry skateboarding and was captioned with turning 14, turning in the air, summer's turn, yay Henry. Motoring. And they are motoring, apparently. <laughs> um, the CW is considering a supernatural prequel. Uh, centered on Dean and Sam Winchester's parents. According to Deadline, the project now in development at the network is executive produced by Supernatural star Jensen Ackles and his wife, Danielle, uh, who was recurring guest star on the series. This is Jensen and this is Danielle. Danielle. I don't know anything about Supernatural. So it started off um, the... The brothers, I, I love the show. I watched it for the first 51 years. And uh, the, um, uh, the, the the father was a demon hunter. And uh, the kids, the, the brothers, picked up the trait yep. from him. And his, his their mother died, you know, because of this work. So there's you, a story you, there. Are you intrigued by the idea of a prequel? Or? When you spend that many time, that much time in that sort of well, I don't know. I You know, I think I paid my... I put my time yeah, into that done. arc. I'm done. Uh, all right. So Polly Pocket. Does anybody know what that is? Yes. I don't know what Polly Pocket is. It's ba- uh, the stories of a little a little woman, a little girl who is sort of a friend to a, I mean, what I mean like doll size, uh, who can fit in a pocket, uh, who is friends to a larger woman. And and that's all I know about. I don't, okay. Yeah. Oh, Marissa knows. They were toys, toys in the 80s yeah. or 90s, right. and okay. they were like not even an inch big. But they make so like, real little. Yeah, so like the equivalent of like a micro machine. And there was a cartoon, right? That went with it. Yes, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah there was. Yeah. And All right. the toys were little, like pocket-sized compacts that were like the size of I don't know. They were like six inches. They were big. little tiny dolls or like unicorns mm-hmm. or. Okay, yeah. so they're gonna make a movie. Uh, it's uh, an upcoming feature written and directed by Lena Dunham, starring Vin Diesel. Uh, starring Vin Diesel as Polly Pocket. No, I think he's not in it. He, well, he wonder, could be in it. I don't know. I. But I guess the. They've got to be popular now if they're making a movie. <clears throat> yeah, I guess so. Uh, Emily in Paris actress Lily Collins Lily. is set to star as Polly Pocket. Yeah. After she miraculously comes to life. Ah. So they're doing like a um, a live action uh, version of that story. AMC announced Thursday that it has greenlit an interview with the Vampire series based on Anne Rice's debut novel of the same name. Did you enjoy Did you see the movie? 
That was the yeah. only movie I've ever walked out of. Really? You oh, know, God, I hated it. I, I liked it when I first saw it, and now I love it. I, I really... I, I Maybe I, I should give it another yeah. go, because the first time I, I was so bored by it, I was not... in. And the, Nick, vampire, the vampires pacing, were huge then, you remember yeah, that? But you're right. The pacing, people oh. going, oh, there's going to be a vampire, but the pacing is a lot more yeah. laconic. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I didn't get caught up in it. I have seen it, but it didn't. I, it was just kind of like, eh, whatever, uh, for me personally. So yeah, they want to do that. The eight episode first season is expected to premiere next year on both AMC and AMC Plus. Uh, AMC has the right to all eighteen titles in the wow. Vampire. Titles. I forgot there were that many books. Yeah. So if all you need to do is if if this takes off, if if this one takes off, then they can run for years with that. Seventeenth interview with a vampire. Yeah, and uh, also lives of the Mayfair witches series. Huh. Uh, and they plan to build a multi-show universe around those books too. So wow. Uh, HBO Max has ordered an eight-episode unscripted series starring Amy Schumer. Uh, Amy Learns 2. That's what the show is going to be called. Uh, It shows the comedian stepping out of her comfort zone to learn a new skill, a craft, or a trade from a local expert in her husband's hometown on Martha's Vineyard. So it's a reality show. Yep. It'll be her second project with HBO Max following the docuseries Expecting Amy. Oh, and uh, Dean Winters, an actor, has been cast as Jeff Lowe. Uh, it, who is going to be Joe Exotic's partner turned enemy? That's actually good casting in Peacock's Joe Exotic uh, series. He looks a lot. He like does him. look a lot like. He's him. He's in yeah. that show that Marissa was talking about. Uh, Dean Winters was on Thirty Rock. He played um, Tina Fey's deadbeat ex boyfriend, and oh. he's uh, the in the, the Allstate commercial. Oh, no, yes, yeah, yeah. He's not all a mischief. Well, not Allstate. Whatever. Oh, it is. Mayhem. Mayhem. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's him. Okay. That's him. Yeah. Yep. That, oh, that's he, perfect. He was in the first John Wick too. Okay. He's also there's a show on uh, Amazon Prime called. Um, Wayne, if you guys haven't given it a chance yet, uh, it is definitely worth uh, your time. Okay. Yeah. And, and in fact, man, somebody who was behind one of these uh, graphic novels novels or comic books that you guys are into is behind this. Oh, really? Okay. So it's a, tr- it's a trusted source. All okay. Right. Um, he also joins previously announced cast members Kate McKinnon, who plays Carol Baskin, and Cameron Mitchell, who will play the Joe Exotic title role. I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, two more quick things. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is staying on the Disney ride. The actor who has Disney and Marvel Black Widow due out in two weeks is attached to produce Tower, uh, Terror of Tower. Terror Tower. Tower. It's look that's the way they have it written right here. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Tower of Terror. <laughs> Don't blame me, dude. I'm not. No, I know. They are horrible. Toy Story 4 director Josh Cooley is penning the script for the project based on the Disney classic ride. <laughs> I love that ride. I think that's a fun ride. I, you know, I'm trying to remember if I've ever been on it. It's at it's at uh, Disney Hollywood Studios. Is it Dis- so okay? Yeah, and um, and you. No, go so it's only Orlando. Uh, no, it's actually around the world. Okay, but I don't know if it's in California or not, Steve. But All right, it, it was only been around since 1994. No, okay, so I probably was not. For some reason, you 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 know you get it in your mind. Was I on it? But it, then I I don't think I could have been. It's a Twilight Zone theme. You guys have ridden it, right? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually that 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 part of the park. It's that. It's the rock and roller coaster, yep. and then the amazing. What do they call that? Uh, it's it's a a show. 
Where mm-hmm. do you know what I'm talking about? No, no, they have a lot. Oh, of shows. well, it's, it's a show. It's Steve. They they project these images oh, into a mist. Yeah, phantasmic. Phantasmic, I think, is what it's called. Yeah, it was pretty cool. All right, they have yeah. all these lasers and and uh, fire right. and. Yeah, yeah. I dig that. Oh, yeah. we should go back there. We should go back. We should there. do our we should show live. We should broadcast for live for that. Yeah, we should do the Subaru presents Preston and Steve from Disney World. Right, execs. Do you yeah. hear that? Yeah. yeah. You guys hear that? Okay, good. We got a thumbs up. We're going. Featuring Marcus from Public Affairs. Uh, plot details being kept under wraps. And it is unclear if the Oscar nominee would act in the project as well. Johansson is producing via her These Pictures banner with uh, Jonathan Leah. Uh, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror opened in 1994 Disney Hollywood Studios uh, with other Tower of Terror editions opening in Disney, California. There All you right. go. Okay. Uh, Francis Walt Disney Studios Park and Tokyo Disney Sea. Uh, the ride is known for ending with a terrifying drop. Uh, Tower of Terror was previously made into actually a movie in 1997. It was a TV movie starring Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> As a reporter investigating the case of a 1930s <laughs> hotel where people mysteriously disappeared with Kirsten Dunst playing his niece. All right. So she would have been a kid back then, I guess. Speaking of the gooter, uh, I just watched the Short Circuit the other day. The gooter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I hadn't watched it probably since it came out in 1987. It is. Uh, it's horrible. Isn't it's it? terrible. <laughs> I mean, dude doesn't hold up. But like Ellie Sheedy, she's her acting is just it's terrible. I mean, it's yeah. like she's like, oh, no, five. I was like, this, she, they paid her like a million dollars. And you guys loved it back in the day. Oh, you're right. Well, why, why am I having a hard time believing they paid her a million to do short Well, because she was Brat Packish, you know, she, you know, she came with a hefty price tag. Yeah. Just stick with the sequel case. Yeah, no. You know, Locos your ass. No, go through that. No, we're not going to do that. Disney has found past success with films based on its rides. Uh, Of course, Pirates of the Caribbean spawned five films earning $4.5 billion combined. And isn't there another one coming out? Is there another pirate? Yeah, they're they're another going pirate? back yeah. to that well? Yeah. yeah. Two pirate, two Caribbean. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> All right, and then one last story. Fan favorites from RuPaul's Drag Race will team up with original cast members of the Brady Bunch. Oh, boy. To recreate the Will the Real Jan Brady Please Stand Up <laughs> episode of the classic sitcom. Uh, Dragging the Classics, uh, the Brady Bunch, that's what the the title of the show, they're going to call it Dragging the Classics, the Brady Bunch, will premiere on Wednesday, June 30th, so that's coming up next week, Uh, and it'll be on Paramount Plus, so Barry Williams will take on the role of Mike, so they're going to be playing all these characters. Christopher Knight and Mike Lookinland will reprise their roles as Peter and Bobby. Uh, Eve Plum, who played Jan, of course, and Susan Olsen, who played Cindy, will take on roles as the boys' classmates. But they're all going to be there. Everybody I love that. but Maureen McCormick. She doesn't. She doesn't usually. Really? Yeah, she usually doesn't do that. Stuff. I thought it was Eve Plum that was the one who turned her back on it. Maybe no, no, no. Yeah, Eve, Eve Plum is is more into it. So all right. Uh, but anyhow, that could that could be fun. That could be interesting. We have a Cowper alert. Uh, we do. Right the door. Mac oh Cowper's no! There. There he is. Oh Yay! my God! He's very thick. He's ready to rock. <laughs> Good to see you, Cal. All right. Um, it's uh, Movies are opening. This yes, yeah. major so, movies. We need to go through some. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the titles. You've heard about this one. F9, an action adventure with Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Jordana Brewster, Nathaniel Emmanuel, uh, or Natalie, I should say, Emmanuel, uh, and a bunch of others. Um, 
Vin Diesel's Dom Toretto is leading a quiet life off the grid with Letty and his son, Little Brian. Little Brian. But they know the danger always lurks just over their peaceful horizon. This time, that threat will force Dom to confront the sins of his past if he's going to save those who he loves most. Uh, it's two hours and 25 minutes long. Wow, it's a chunky movie. It is a big movie. Uh, for an action. Rated PG-13. Wide theater release today. Rotten Tomato score gives it a 62%. Not bad. You're going to like it. Uh, you know, if you're into that, yeah, I like it. All right. Uh, also opening is The Ice Road. It's an action mystery starring Liam Neeson, Lawrence Fishburne and Matt McCoy. So it's sort of the unofficial sequel to Mr. Plow. Right. Yeah. Uh, after a remote diamond mine collapses in far northern Canada, a big rig ice road driver, Liam Neeson, must lead an impossible rescue mission over a frozen ocean to save the trapped miners. Uh, running time, four hours and 51 minutes. <laughs> they no. didn't put a time, so. Uh, rated PG-13. Oh. <laughs> streaming on demand today. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 29%. Now, that's not good. No. And then the last uh, movie to mention is False Positive. It's a horror film. It stars Sophia Bush, Gretchen Mole, Mo- uh, and, and Jonathan Wang. Yeah. Uh, and after months of failing to get pregnant, Lucy and Adrian finally find their dream fertility doctor in the illustrious Dr. Hindle. That's Pierce Brosnan, Yes, right? right. Yeah, it actually looks pretty good, this movie. It's a, you know, it's a straight-up horror, but, but it looks good. After becoming pregnant with a healthy baby girl, Lucy begins to notice something sinister Ooh. through Hindle's gleaming charm, and she sets out to uncover the unsettling truth about him and her own birth story. So the Aren't same- they likening this a little bit to Rosemary's, Rosemary's baby? baby? Yeah, exactly. Running time, an hour and 32 minutes long. It's rated R. Streaming on demand today. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 54%. So you could go either way. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're ready for some clips. All righty. We all love Liam Neeson for his action-packed, suspenseful (laughs) roles like the most recent film, Ice Road. But his home life is a little more chill. Here he describes a conversation he'll commonly have with friends. Hit it, please. Maybe say, oh, I'll call Liam Neeson to see has he read this particular book or to suggest books to read. I'm an avid reader. Uh, during the pandemic, I I think I got to maybe 30, 32 books. Shut the f*** up! He says books? Books. books. Is that an Irish person? thing? Well, no, that, so I always associate that with a, like a Liverpudlian way, you know, books. you buke. 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 I like your book. I like to read. <laughs> I read a specific list of books. <laughs> I'm a member of Oprah's book club. Uh, Ice Road is... Stream- I love Judy Bloom novels. <laughs> streaming streaming <laughs> now. Sweet, Sweet Valley High. On Netflix. Those I twins are engaging. Those. What's that? I loved those. Sweet, Sweet Valley, Valley High? Yeah. Would you have liked them as much if Liam Neeson had written them? <laughs> oh, he could do the audiobooks. Yes. <laughs> she noticed that her bra was on wrong. <laughs> All the girls pointed and laughed at her. Was it from a, a young girl's perspective? Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. they, they were yeah. twins, right? I don't remember. Weren't there twins in the Sweet Valley High? I think so. And then there was also uh, Babysitters Club. Right, that was and another one that I, I read. Okay, and then somebody from the Medellin Cartel was also. No, no, no? I didn't read that one. Babysitters Club, read to you by Liam Neeson. The baby threw up on my shirt. <laughs> it was disgusting. <laughs> All right, next clip. The supernatural adventures of the Warrens continue in The Conjuring. Uh, the Devil Made Me Do It. And in this clip, actress uh, uh, Vera Farmiga yeah. discusses some of the horror imagery that has stuck with her throughout the years. Hit it, please. It was Fre- Freddy Krueger's claws. 
And I would wake up in the middle of the night and I knew I heard those claws scraping the ceiling, scraping the walls coming after me. And I, for hours of insomnia, and I would just like, it was terror unlike I've ever felt. The Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It is in theaters and streaming on HBO now, HBO Max now. I love the series, but Preston, never, ever watch the Conjuring series. For you, it yep. would destroy you. All right. I will. No problem, man. Yes. I got you. All right. That is what I have in our entertainment report. And we are here. If you're just tuning in, we are broadcasting live. We're at Super of America yeah. in Camden, New Jersey. They have. Yes. Go ahead, guys. Ah. Some more uh, employees filtering in as the morning goes on. We're still keeping the numbers uh, thin as they're not to a full capacity as of yet here. That's only, that means more waffles for us. More food for us in the middle of the <laughs> The greatest cafeteria ever. That's where we broadcast from. And uh, what a wonderful, just spectacular facility. It's uh, gorgeous. And filled with great people, too. So we're, we're happy to be here. Uh, we'll talk to some as we uh, do the show this morning. But this is for... Uh, their generous contribution, which, of course, you know, if you've listened to the President and Steve show for any length of time, happens year after year for the Camp Out for Hunger. And this is for 2019, uh, which they won the incentive. Of course, we didn't do any live broadcast last year. Uh, but this is our first real out in, out in the out-of-the-studio broadcast. And it feels great. It feels um, great to be doing this. We did the Camp Out for Hunger last yeah. year, but it was such a toned-down experience that this feels uh, a little bit different. And yeah. Very, very cool. And the fact that we have the windows open and everything, is just beautiful. It's I like, love it. It's like a school outside day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When you'd beg your teacher to have school outside. Yeah. All right, so we're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment with more from Subaru of America on MMR. Stay with us this morning. Get what you want when you want it. MMR On Demand. Preston and Steve's Daily Rush. Sarah's Rock Breakdown. MMR Podcasts. The latest videos and interviews with your fave artists and lots more. Click the On Demand tab at WMMR.com. Like I said, Subaru of America in Camden, New Jersey. That's where we broadcast from uh, live today. An amazing group of people here. Very giving, very active in the community, obviously, with their contributions to the Camp Out for Hunger and other things with their, you know, share the love uh, events that they have. We'll talk to Matt Ritter a little bit later on and get some more of the specifics, but just wonderful people. And we're so happy to be here once again. Absolutely. And again, uh, you need to understand that it permeates through everybody in the company. Obviously, we know Matt and, and uh, you know, the, the, the muckety muck. Tom Doll. And- yeah. Yeah. But yep. the truth of the matter is that every every person you see, the, the commitment to making sure that other people uh, don't have to go without is is, is palpable here at Subaru. Yeah, and, and I, I, I'm sorry. I do, Steve, by the way. I owe a couple of people uh, a, a public apology. Steve, I, I walked past these two people over here, and I, I wanted to say, uh, uh, hey, guys. Yeah. And I said, hi, gays. And uh, – <laughs> And then I, I stopped in my tracks, and I didn't know hey, how to. It's Pride Month. It is Pride it, Month. It is. It Pride is. Month. Yes. It, hey, hey, gays. Hey, hi, gays. Woo, woo. No. Of, hey, guys. Subaru was actually celebrating Pride Night at the Union game the other night, which is Subaru Park. Yeah. There you go. So Casey obviously was deliberate. Yeah. That right. is correct. Right. So, anyway, I want to thank uh, IMS Technology Services, Newman University Videography. I met some of our uh, volunteers and students that are here this morning on the way in. So thank you guys for being here. Bowder Audio, Light Action Production to help uh, put this whole thing on. They are the best, and we do appreciate it. Couldn't do it without them. All right, so uh, I did have some stuff we could go to, but Casey turned to me and he said, I have a really embarrassing story to share, and I think that that beats everything. That isn't what you just told, right? You have something no, more, more no, embarrassing? No, this is even yeah, worse. Right. And, and actually, it really it could have been a lot worse than how it actually did turn out. 
Um, but so yeah, I, so I belong to this swim club in the Broomall Newtown Square area. Right. It's called Splash Swim Club. Uh, wow. It's not privileged, but uh, but anyway, I like to I like the swim laps, right? So in the summertime, I like the swim laps, and so what I'm trying to do these days is I'm trying to ride my bike to the swim club, right. do my laps at the swim club, and then ride home. It's kind of like a little biathlon, if right. you will. All right. Um, so the so I uh, but I you know in order I don't want to be I don't want to be pack heavy, right? So I wear my my cycling shorts, I put a bathing suit over that, and then. When I get to uh, the swim club, I take the bathing suit off. I, I take the cycling shirts off, put the bathing suit back on, do my laps. And then afterwards, I have to get changed. And so so there, I think there's an oversight in the bathroom design, Steve, because... Um, there are no walls? No. Well, there's no door. There's no door? There's no door. And that's fine. It's, okay. it's a swim club. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, like kind of a... Like around... The, you go around like a partition... You yep. would think. Yep. Right. Oh, you would think. <laughs> you would think. Okay. Uh, and I just, I guess I assumed that there was a partition that I went around. And so <laughs> I, I'm done my laps. And by the way, I crushed it, man. I did a mile straight, no stopping. I averaged about uh, one minute, 47 seconds per 100, which is good for me. Is this the embarrassing part? <laughs> no, no. But I had to toot my own horn because uh, I crushed it in the pool. Uh, but when I was done... I go to the uh, to the bathroom, and there's only one changing stall, right? You walk in, there's a shower, there's right. a changing stall, and then uh, stalls. So I get into the changing stall, and it's a curtain. So I close the curtain, and I, I take off my bathing suit. And now at this point, I am completely buck naked the way I came into this world, right? right? I am like, there is nothing on me except for a watch. You got the polish on your nails. I got the polish on my nails. I got everything. All right. And then a gust of wind blows. And the curtain blows open, and all I can see is the entire swim club. Like, the entire, the snack bar, like, everything. And they are also, so this bathroom is, is you have to walk downstairs. So these oh people God. have a raised view looking straight down at my naked ass. Thank God. Okay, and by the way, when I walked into the bathroom, I walked past a child who was on the phone with somebody, right? So this is also a play area, right? So they have, it's like... a register for Megan's Lawn? Uh, I might have to, <laughs> Kathy. Um, there's a ping pong table down there. Like, it's a place where kids go to, like, hang out. To look right? at old dude's balls. Oh, my yeah. God. So, uh, so the gust of wind blows, and uh, I, I just see the entire swim club. I... And, uh, it doesn't. I don't see people, but that doesn't mean that there, that there aren't that people, people there. See you. Exactly. Um, so, so now, like, I'm I'm futzing yeah. with the the curtain. Still naked. Still naked. To get it to try to stay in place to avoid a repeat. Okay. So that must have been a strong ass breeze to come through there to blow well, a curtain. No, all the way it's open. just a little. It's a shower curtain. It's we a have the shower same curtain at my swim club. Yeah. And they're like flimsy, and they get the cheapest ones just because okay. they're buying you know like thirty of them to fill right. all the stalls. And so the shower curtain that they get, Kathy, like it's it's a big stall. It's big. So they need two shower curtains, which is another like it's a, it's not that great of a design because there's. Even if there wasn't like wide open space that people could see, there's like a there's a break in the curtain anyway. So now I'm panicking, right? Because like I am totally naked. There are children outside of this this place, right? And I can't get 
my cycling shorts on because they're like spandex. So now my feet are getting stuck in the cycling shorts, and I'm like tripping over myself. And at a certain point, I mean, it was just a, a, like a folly of errors, and I just, I just started laughing because it, it was right. completely and totally ridiculous. And I'm panicking, and you know when you panic, like things never, ever go right. I finally get my right foot through, and then I go to get my left foot through, and I almost fell flat on my Wait, face. Wait, you close the curtain? I was, I, I, I tried to close the curtain, and it wasn't doing much. So then I was like, "Let me just do this because I didn't see anybody." Let me just get your. Let me just do this really quick. Let me just do, if I put the spandex on, I'm no longer naked, and it's not that big of a deal. Like you know what I mean? And, but you're right. It's not like it's gym shorts. They're spandex. They're shorts. spandex yeah. shorts. Um. So I was um. I mean, almost inadvertently naked in front of, we're talking, dude, and it's a busy swim club, man. I'm talking, there's hundreds and hundreds of people there. Eventually, I did get it on. I don't, I mean, I got my uh, my shorts on. I didn't get it on. <laughs> um, but I got my shorts on, and then I was able I to. I can't help it. I'm horny now. But I got out of there. I got out of there. Right. I don't know if anybody saw me. I really don't. Uh, I have no clue. But that, Call now that, if you saw him, 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> What's the swim club again, Case? It's called, it, listen, it's Splash Swim Club. These right. The people that own it, was a, it used to be the old Marple Newtown Swim Club. It closed down. It had been closed for a couple of years. And these people came in and they bought it and they had completely revitalized it. So they, if you were there y- yesterday yeah. Yeah. And, and saw a, uh, a little bit of a strip show. Uh, have you guys ever almost ended up naked in front of like... I got locked out of my parents' house. Naked. That's right. Yeah, and, uh, that's right. That was a that was a really smooth move. But I was living there. This was a post divorce, pre finding my own place. They weren't home, and I was doing laundry. And I like um, I'm uh, OCD about doing laundry. I want as little dirty laundry as possible. So I was going to take a shower. I put all of the dirty clothes in the laundry and, uh, and and every single item of dirty clothes, including what I had been wearing. And then I got uh, I, I made the mistake of going out the back porch and getting locked out of their house. And I'm naked at the point at that point. And that, then I have to make the decision. What do I do? Do I go around the house to come back in the front door, which I know is unlocked? Or do I just try to break into the house uh i had uh, now this was not a scenario quite like that this was somebody uh, doing something to me my uncle uh we it was at an apartment complex yeah we were at the 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 apartment complex pool and there was summertime so there were people out there he went in the pool <laughs> he pantsed me oh man ripped my trunks completely son of off. a bitch i'm completely naked yeah and then he threw them out about Six feet away from my reach, out on the. How old were you? Guy. I was in. I was in fifth grade. I was going in sixth grade. Oh my god, that's kind of a dick move. And yeah, I'm totally. Yeah, yeah, but it and yeah, totally. And uh, I was. I, I had to get out and get my. Like he left. You uh, know. I mean, he did it. He was just totally effing with. How me, crowded you know? was it? Uh, there was like it was small. So All right. There was like seven or eight people that right. were there. Enough to make me go <laughs> to get really pissed off. Yeah. Um, well, that's why, like in college, you, uh, I, you, whenever you showered, or at least as a guy, because I don't know if women did this to each other, but like you, you had to be like very, very stealthy about. When you went into the shower, because as a prank, they would steal all, all your, your clothes. Stuff, they would yeah. take your, your towel, your robe, everything, and then that way you would have to walk back to your room naked or whatever. Cause, and it happened to my friend Mark, uh, who they did that to him, and sure enough, like he had to walk all the way down the hallway naked. Wet and naked. Wet and na- yeah. 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 The girls would take the shower curtain off of the hooks and use that to go back to their room. Oh, of oh really? Well, yeah. 
So this, they, we didn't have shower curtains. It was a shower door. So you, you had you take the off. door off. You know the <laughs> <laughs> I specifically, and and it made me think of it at the swim club case. If I do get changed there, and and anywhere really, uh-huh. just in case somebody accidentally walks in or something like that would happen, the way I change, like I've always got something on and like i'm still covering up so i didn't bring a towel in there by myself that's uh, so that's the thing on a normal Who goes to a pool without a towel well because i was riding my bike right and so like i was saying uh, like you I can towel off at the bike well no i didn't want i didn't want to wear a backpack i didn't you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. so and you only have like three little pockets on the back of your cycling jersey so i took my wet bathing suit and put that in one of the pockets so i didn't i went to go as light as possible because i was you know doing some miles and stuff so that's and i figured when i got done uh, swimming when I rode home, that would kind of like dry me dry off, off, and and it wasn't super cold out, so it wasn't going to be that bad. I haven't seen any naked people yet this year, but uh, let me tell you what I have seen, and maybe it's just me, and I've been in the wrong place at the wrong time, but I've seen several ass cracks lately. Really? I mean, like larger guys uh, that are just you know walking out of the grocery store in a big old crack hanging. But think about all right, a lot of people have just been locked inside. They've been I'm working wondering... on working on their ass cracks. I haven't been able to show them off. <laughs> Didn't you see someone naked here? Yes, yes! you did. Yes. At, at the other location in Cherry Hill, yeah, at Subaru, yes, I, and I forgot his the name. Guy from the mailroom, worked right? in the mailroom. <laughs> nice guy, uh, super nice guy. But he was changing, and I guess I don't know if I think Dimitri shower or whatever. Just yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, it was, was Dimitri. It was Dimitri. Yeah, but Matt says don't say his name. So. Okay. Oh, all right. It, it was, we'll, uh... we'll, we'll call him <laughs> Sorry, Naked <Matt>. Dimitri. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll, we'll just for the sake of using a name. But the reason I saw him naked, I think, is because um, you were naked. No, no I was. You not. went into the locker room, and, and he was. He was. was he there a gym? Yeah, there's a gym there. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. taking a shower, and he was. <laughs> yep. I saw. I saw his hiney. I didn't see his. I didn't see his dinghy. Hey, could you turn around? <laughs> uh, but they used to have. Have a, a stall there that had a really like a an inch and a half wide crack uh, between the hinges. What the hell's up with that? I know, and you could see if somebody was doing their business, you could clearly see what was going on. But they fixed that problem. I it. hate public, uh, or, or yeah. even gym locker rooms or anything like that. I don't like them. I don't like the showers. I don't know. You know what diseases are are, are in there? I, I to me, yeah, the showers of the gym. Gross get the hell out, and go home, and take a shower in, in my own shower. In college, I got athlete's foot my freshman year, and I got it from the shower, and that's when I found out when you're using community showers, yeah, wear sandals. Oh, and why? Because I'm sorry, I missed that first. Because of foot diseases. That foot diseases be in the shower. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, can you get like a I got herpes athletes, on your feet? Absolutely. I don't know about herpes. I use a, a soap from a company called Gonorrhea. Um, and it's that's smart. You I'm know, risky. Go, uh, to uh, the phones here. Let's see if I can make these work. I have uh, Rachel on the line. Hey, Rachel, good morning. Is your name Rachel? Mm, hang on. Rodney is working his way over. Rachel, give me just a second. We're going to have her Stay with us. Tweak with something for a moment because if you do have a story, I do want to Now we can hear you. Rachel, are you there? Go towards the light. I think they can't hear us. Rachel? Um, no, hang on a second. Rachel, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, hey. hey, Rachel, what's going on? Rachel, what's your story? Oh, hi. Sorry. I love you guys. We My love story you. is this. I was um, a senior in high school and just gotten done doing what you do in the backseat of a car with my boyfriend in my parents' driveway. Oh, my God. We saw headlights come by. It was his mom coming to check up on us. She kept going, but we knew she was going to circle back. So run out of the car. I stand at my garage door and punch in the numbers of the panel to 
um, open the garage door, run in the house, butt naked. <laughs> my two brothers are just sitting at the kitchen table. Oh, oh no. Oh. Older, my older or younger brothers? <laughs> so, that were, they, were, they, were they older or younger, your brothers? Yeah, they can't We're hear just going to say well. they, they they're, they're you. younger. They we can't hear us very well. Don't get mad at the caller, Preston. I'm not getting mad at what are oh. you talking about? All right, about? I don't because I saw you shake your head. No, I'm shaking my head at the tech issue here. <laughs> right. not, yeah. Who can you tell I'm shaking my head at? <laughs> yeah. All right. Woman! <laughs> Woman! Woman! You don't know me! You don't know me! Uh, you Rachel! Know, you don't know what I've been through! <laughs> <laughs> that ain't you! I still be, I feel bad for up, Kenny. Woman. All right, let me I know our caller from earlier. Yeah. yeah. Uh let's <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to Steve. Hey Steven, are you there? <laughs> Steven! I give up. Listen, this we've been talking about a way to invite postcards from listeners. Yep. This could be it. <laughs> it's our first. Write your clever naked story on a postcard. It's our first live broadcast out. Listen, right, it's all good. On. Yeah. We'll have uh, Rodney's on the scene. He'll he'll get that work I out. I see he's got a blowtorch out. He's working on it right now. Uh, yes, he should, uh, he should be able to tear that open right away and get us callers on the line. So let me ask you a question, Casey. In your swim club, uh, uh, a, do you think anybody noticed? And B, if it had been in reverse, if you had been up that ramp and looking down at the person who had just gotten naked behind this shower curtain, would you have done anything? Because if it were me, I'd just been like, oh, man, I feel bad for that person and kind of just moved yeah. on. You know what I mean? Um, who is it a guy or a girl in this situation? <laughs> it's you. It's you looking at it's you. Me looking at me. I probably, I mean, if we're being honest here. I probably would have kept my eyes on said naked person in because it's just so funny. And I felt, you know, I want to be embarrassed for that person for as long as possible. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and for being honest. Yeah, that's why I'm right. yeah. right. yeah, yeah. being honest, I yeah. guess so. Um, all right. So you didn't, uh, as far as you know, nobody saw you. God, I hope not. Okay. Well, the second I left the, uh, and here's the other part. At at the top of these steps, there are two other bathrooms, and I had no idea that those bathrooms. I'm I'm new to this swim club, so right. it looked case I pulled it up. It looks so nice, dude, and it's me. in Delaware County. It's in, I know <laughs> yeah. there there are a couple of nice things in Delaware okay. County, and so this swim club is is unlike any swim club I've ever uh, belonged to or or have been to. This is it's more like a resort than anything. Yeah, it else. looks like it should be like somewhere in Florida. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it is really nice, and they have a separate lap pool that you can swim in and everything. And I like that as well. Um, and they have like a like a little area down where I was uh, getting naked. Uh, that is like kind of like a party area. <clears throat> they're also Kathy behind this little area where people could see me naked. They're building like an adult only part of the club, which is going to be really really neat. Well, that's where you got to get naked. <laughs> that's where you got to get naked. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so so they're doing really really great things. There's just one little oversight there, and. I mean, this isn't the, the last time I'm going to go there and do this, but now I know to just go into the stall where the toilet is because there's an actual door that shuts and locks and everything. I know we've talked about this before, but I still can't wrap my mind around, um, you know, country clubs and places like that, oh. uh, that in the bathroom, they have no door, they have no curtain on the stall at all, on the shower stall at all. I, I don't I don't understand I don't that. get that. What well, are, that must just be. Are they afraid people are stealing soap or I mean, you know, I mean, what's why do you do that? But that's got to be the men's bathroom because. There's always something for the women. Yeah, and maybe it's the men's bathroom. I'm wondering. And why? That is weird. I mean, I went to, I've been to, you know, going to these charity golf events and so on. Yeah. At some of the nice, nicest country clubs yeah. in this area, and they don't have doors on the stalls. And I'm like, dude, uh, your pay, your your dues are outrageously expensive. 
take a portion of that and buy some doors for the freaking shower stall. Not only that, the, um, but the shower heads aren't like uh, against the wall where at least your your uh, ass is facing the rest of the room. Yeah, yeah. It's the shower yeah. stall is like you know, so you, you have a profile. I I don't understand that. I really I, I'm I'm with you because you're talking about some of the most exclusive, nicest clubs in the world. You figure they could probably mm. afford. A couple of hinges and a, and a piece of wood. I don't know, man. They do it for a reason, I guess. I don't know what that reason is. All right, Rodney, can I try another phone call? He says we got a thumbs up. Let's see if we can make this thing uh, work. I'm going to go to uh, Ray and see if we can get him on the line. Ray, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you? Uh, hey, nice to Hey, what's up, buddy? Try to body at work. No, no problem. Try to body at work. Listen, I was um, in 2000. I'm from Delco. Yay, go Delco, Delco. <laughs> and um, I got a DUI, and I was sent to Delaware County Prison, and I went down to the tier. There was about 200 guys, upper and lower uh, tiers, and I went to go get a shower, and someone had taken my towel. <laughs> I had to walk from the front where the showers are oh, no. all the way to the back where my cell is, Bucky's naked with 200 men. Oh. Screaming, yelling, whistling, howling. Oh, no. oh. oh That's the last thing you want to do is be embarrassed <laughs> in prison. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> uh, it, was, it was my first day, and it was my worst day. <laughs> it's like in Shawshank where they bring in the new fish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. But I, I'm, I'm really white-skinned. I'm Irish. I must have turned nine shades of red. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, All right. Thanks, Ray. We appreciate it, man. Okay. Delka. That's a tough <laughs> We do have a lot there of convicts go. that listen to us, don't we? <laughs> yes, we do, don't we? Uh, let's see. I will go next to Stephen. Hey, Stephen. How you doing, man? Hi, Stephen. You're on the air. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You gays rock. Hey. <laughs> uh, uh, our new phrase. <laughs> What's up, uh, buddy? Sorry, uh, we, we got disconnected there. Hey, so... Back in middle school, 6th, 7th, 8th grade, my buddy and I had this competition. Who could get outside first to the monkey bars? You know, so we would run out into this big open field. It was up the hill a little bit. I'm running out there. I'm going to beat my friend for the first time. I jump on the monkey bars. He grabs my shorts, yanks them down past my sneakers as the entire... 6th, 7th, and 8th grade middle school with oh. the teachers are walking outside. Oh. So, of course, I had to jump down, put my pants on, and then chase them around while I get basically everybody was laughing. It was a good time. That that could ruin you oh, forever. Oh God, for, uh, It'll destroy, for destroy the rest your, of school. Absolutely. Did your underwear come down too? Oh, yeah. Underwear came oh. down, everything. Tidy whities around me. Uh, and they came off my feet. So I laid on the ground. I was Dude, bummed one yeah. to put them on. Yeah, that, that could yeah, destroy so. everything. I would, you know what you'd have to, I would think you'd have to do at that point is beat your friend to a bloody pulp yeah, in yeah, front of everybody yeah. else. And then go go find his family. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. In order to save Make a story yeah. that's bigger to override your nudeness. Oh, man. All right. Thanks, Stephen. That's up. Uh, but he said it was funny. So. so there was a big college basketball tournament that was at the Palestra when I was in high school. I had to have been my senior year in high school. I wasn't there, but I had heard the story about these guys. They were all friends, and they conspired against the one guy. And so they decided to, uh, when they were going to cheer, they all stood up and they gave the one guy a high 10. All right. So when the hands are up and they do a high 10, they grab the one, they grab his hands. The, the one guy grabs the other dudes, both of his hands, and now the hands are above his head. And 
they grip his hand so and they don't let go. Okay. The dude walked up behind him and pulled his pants down. Yeah. Pants and underwear and in the middle, and, and they held on to his hand. Oh yeah. no! So they also these are the same these guys, man. Um, they also at a basketball CYO basketball game when the dude was on the foul line, they pantsed him on the foul line in the middle of this basketball game, pants and underwear and everything. And this is at a high school. Yeah. How much trouble do those guys get in? I, I mean, don't, that's, yeah, they don't know, care. They, they don't care. No, no, they don't. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, case. Uh, Thanks I, for sharing. No charges have been uh, filed yet, wow. so I'm, I'm still, I think, safe for the time being. You're still a member of the club. I'm still a member of the club. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll find out. But uh, thank you for sharing your stories. We do appreciate it. We do need, in the interest of time, to take a break because we have a few things coming up that we need to get to. Bizarre File is one of them. We'll have that when we return. Uh, we have a couple of games we're going to play this morning. Yes, we do. We're live at Subaru of America. And this is, of course, a live broadcast because they're generous contributions for Camp Out for Hunger. We'll come back in just a moment live from Camden on MMR. Stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate Steven Singer.com. Summer is here and your local Acme is stocked and ready with the freshest meats and produce. It's the perfect time to fire up the grill, take in a game, and discover why summer is better with Acme. Skip the line and shop online at acmemarkets.com. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your order and bring the groceries right to your car. Place your first online order and get $30 off when you spend $75 or more. Limitations and restrictions apply. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Starting to fill out the area with some people. Subaru makes some noise this morning. They got noisemakers. They got noisemakers. Like bells and things. Wow, that's awesome. Nice. We're seeing seeing some familiar faces, seeing some new faces, and that dude has the most impressive beard in this building, I think. Where? Right there. Look at that. Like oh, yeah, even, back there. That's he rock- doesn't even know that I'm talking it's about It's a rocking beard. Right now. Yeah. Hey, bearded dude, stand up for a second. Beard man. Yeah. How long is that thing? How long? And have you ever measured it? Your beard. Not Okay. Uh, yeah, seven and a half inches. <laughs> I'm Who trying, measures their beard? Well, I'm try- well, look at it, dude. He's like ZZ Top style. That thing's like, got to be the... Are you going to go for that? measuring it. I don't know. I've started to grow this out. I'm growing out the, the, the yeah. goatee. I haven't shaved this part in probably three or four weeks. I'm going for like a well, now, a puffier uh, look here. And now that you're down at the shore, you yeah. can do an old man in the sea sort of thing. I have yeah. bought a little bit of Hemingway. Wear you puka know? shell necklaces and all that stuff? Maybe, but <laughs> yeah. but uh, it's it's hard. It's it's slow going. It's not. I haven't, I, I've been trimming the sides here a little bit and the mustache, but I've been letting this poof out a little I bit. I can't even remember you without it. When I see pictures of you without the facial hair, it throws me off because I know. I think the, the, I think that frames your face better. Um, it covers up yeah things that needed to be covered up. I think <laughs> uh, yes. So. The cruel jokes we've both been dealt. But my question is: is you know, it's now like 
it's bright white. It yes. Is, that's a color Like sculpture. a light bright. How much older does that make me look, you know, with the no, white hair? No, it makes you look yeah. distinguished. Kathy, you've made out with Preston. What does oh, it feel like? Oh, God. No, I haven't. God. You know, you <laughs> did have the idea of me going out and copying Pierre style, like, exactly. Come in one like, day. Like, dyeing everything exactly the same I as think his. He would chuckle, <laughs> but you know he'd be fuming. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. That's his style. Yes. Nobody has that style but him. <laughs> uh, but, but fortunately, I'm allergic to dye, so oh, I can't all right. do it. You know, it won't work. All right, anyhow, nice to meet you, Beard Dude. Let's do the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. All right, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. Uh, a Tennessee woman is facing federal charges after she allegedly mailed human blood-stained feminine products and feces to her husband's ex-wife. Now, wait a second. I'm on that service. It goes through Amazon. Yes. Well, this guy didn't pay for it. He didn't pay for it. So, Della Marie Gibson Latham faces charges filed by the U.S. Postal Inspection Service that she mailed biohazardous uh, materials, a violation of the Postal Code. Yeah, you can't do that. An arrest report indicates Gibson voluntarily spoke with investigators in April at Park West Medical Center, where she works as a registered nurse, and she admitted to mailing the packages in a letter, and the blood came from a patient at the hospital where she works. Oh, man. Gibson claimed that she wanted... Do you mind if I take some of your blood and put it on tampons and mail it to someone? Go right ahead. Gibson claimed that she wanted, quote, the kids to know that she worked hard while her ex-wife was lazy and didn't work for what she had. Wouldn't just putting that in an email do the same thing? Deputies had arrested Gibson in March on vandalism charges after the ex-wife found her car damaged in the parking lot of the high school. The children discovered the damaged card, which Gibson admitted to intentionally vandalizing. So this is the, you know, she's 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 done a few things. Uh, Gibson also admitted to mailing a second letter to the ex-wife's daughter, a minor, which contained statements that called the girl white trash and criticized her ex-wife as broken and lazy. So why did this guy ever break up with this gem? Uh, no, he didn't. He's yeah, the know, gal yeah, he's with. Uh, it's the ex-wife. Uh, he, the, the, the current girl oh. is sending this stuff to the ex-wife. That's even extra loony. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Ten people, including seven senior Greek Orthodox bishops, have been hurt in an acid attack by a priest oh. undergoing a disciplinary hearing in Athens. Three of the bishops were still in the hospital following the attack on Wednesday, while two lawyers were also being treated. A police officer at the scene who arrested the suspect was also rushed to the hospital. Three of the clerics were in serious condition. How did he How did he attack them with the acid? Uh, I guess he, he threw it on, on them. Yeah, so local media reported that those attacked had suffered burns mostly on their faces and hands. This is a priest who did this, okay? Yeah. Uh, the bishops... They're supposed to at least be more pleasant. ...were in session to discuss possibly defrocking the priest after he was allegedly discovered to be in possession of 1.8 grams of cocaine hidden under his cassock in the area of his genitals in June of 2018. So does being an acid-throwing cokehead automatically make you a bad priest candidate? I... You know, I'm not in that industry, but I would say yes. I think that's in the con list. Appearing uh, before a public prosecutor in the town of Veroria, Veroia, he admitted that the Class A drug was for personal use. Uh The newspaper identified the suspect as a preaching monk. So he was saying the cocaine was for his own personal use. Yep. Okay. Greek Orthodox Church was reeling from the incident with the country's spiritual leader, Archbishop uh, Aronimos. 
uh, also rushing to the hospital in a display of support for the cleric. So we'll wait and see what happens in this guy. In Massachusetts, new details about the oxygen tank explosion that left the man in Springfield have been revealed. Yeah. City officials spoke out saying they believed that he was trying to get the valve off of the tank before the incident turned deadly. Jeez. Fire officials warned residents of the dangers of tampering with oxygen tanks. They said mishandling the equipment could cause a disaster. Uh, fire And uh, the man apparently was seen hitting an oxygen tank on the ground on Tuesday. So Stevie's sitting oh there with this thing, God. banging it on the ground. Gotta be out of your mind. Trying to knock the uh, the nozzle off of it. Here, hand me that stick of dynamite. Uh, video from a nearby store shows the moments before the explosion. Uh, new information about what the man may have been trying to do has been revealed. Uh, the gentleman was scrapping aluminum oxygen tanks. And uh, to get any scrap value out of the tank, you have to the tip. You have to take the valve out before the scrap yards will accept it. I still, I still get nervous when I switch propane tanks Agreed. on the barbecue. <laughs> uh, with Agreed. scrap, it's all a volume thing. The more scrap weightage you get, uh, the more money you get. Uh, tampering with oxygen tanks to get valves could be very harmful. They said so. You don't want to do that. They explode. That's what happens. Uh, the Port Jefferson Fire Department says crews responded after a teenager got trapped inside the dressing room at a clothing store uh, called Kate and Hale. <clears throat> the 14-year-old girl named Giovanni Dieso said that uh, she had been shopping with her family when her 7-year-old brother pushed the propped steel vault door that leads to the changing area closed uh, with her on the other side. So they were using like an old vault as a changing room? Yeah, I guess that, that was uh, the story. Yeah. And uh, it was quickly realized that the door would not open, and the girl's mother called for help. Firefighters took about 90 minutes to break a hole through an 18-inch thick wall and free Giovanna, who was not injured in the incident. It's the opposite of what happened yeah. to me. Yeah. You, you should have been changing it with a vault. <laughs> I'd rather have the door not be able to open than yeah. open for the entire this swim club. This way you can, yeah. can die but not be embarrassed. Casey, I can't tell how much time we have left on this uh, on this bizarre foul music. That's how I tell. That's how yeah, I tell I when to wrap up. Uh, but you know what? There you go. We'll just wrap up. That was good time. enough. Uh, thank you very much. All right. So I believe we have a couple of people we're going to talk to. We do. Yeah. Uh, we are here at uh, Subaru of America in Camden, New Jersey, because of course the amazing contribution yet again from the gang uh, for the Camp Out for Hunger. So the winner, of course, of that gets a free live broadcast from the President Steve Show, and we've been coming here for. Seven years, eight yeah, years? It's got to be sure. maybe longer, yeah. All right, well, let's find out. Our buddy Matt Ritter is Yay! here. Good morning. Welcome back, and welcome back, Subaru. You're back. We're back. We are so excited that this day is here. It's great to be with our associates and colleagues who are coming back into the building now. This is really fantastic. You know, the, the thing I've always hated about you is you, you never project. <laughs> I know. I no enthusiasm. I'm, I'm a bit of an introvert, so Bear, you have to kind of draw He's it out He's such a shy wallflower. Yeah. You're trying to draw hey, it out of me if you can. Matt, what is your official title? Because sometimes titles change through the years. What is your official title at Subaru? Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm now uh, Vice President of Vehicle Planning and Logistics. Look at so you. We're working on the uh, supply side of the sales department now <sighs> rather than the demand side and trying to get these cars built as quickly as possible because we only have right now at our at our retailers around the country about a week's worth of vehicles on the ground okay so sales are great because well you know what our products are really good too right yeah yep. so we're working on getting some more production so we can get these cars to the customers who want them and uh we so were talking about the, the, the i mean obviously a lot of 
tech and the chip shortages and all that stuff is taking place. So getting up and running and getting things out to the people who are rabid to get these vehicles. It's, that's has right. And job one, right? That's right. Consumer demand is through the roof. And of course, the, the chip shortages going on has been a real problem for the entire industry. But I'll tell you. What what is great, and, and it shows, of course, in our sales, we have the lowest supply of vehicles of any manufacturer in the industry. But as our customers know, love is worth waiting for. Yep. And so all they have to do is go to our retailers and place an order, and we'll get that car to them as quickly as possible. And it's worth it, believe me. Well, the last time we were here, uh, which was you know a couple of years ago, I was yeah. excited about the new Outback that you guys were releasing because it was a four-cylinder turbo. And that's what I drive now, and I absolutely love that vehicle. Thank, glad to hear it. But now we're here today, and I'm excited about this new all-electric vehicle that you guys are going to be releasing. Can you talk about that at all? A little bit. So okay. you're, you're referring to the uh, Solterra. Yes. Uh, and we. You guys are being some... very cryptic about this. There's just a silhouetted image on, that, on the website. That's right. But that silhouetted image, you know, a couple of the teaser photos that we have released, you'll see it that it has some mud and some dirt on the vehicle, right? Because guess what? This EV is going to be a Subaru. No doubt about it. Right now, mostly EVs are commuter cars, right? Yes, right. Well, our EV is going to take you beyond that. It's going to also take you to where you always are used to going in your Subaru, which is out to the national parks or up, you know, it, camping or wherever you want to go because uh, it's going to be as capable as you would expect from a Subaru. But we're excited. It comes out next year, and uh, we are very excited about this because it's, you know, it's we've always been a very environmentally conscious company, right? You know that our manufacturing plants are all zero landfill. Yeah. And we were the first zero landfill plant. Uh, our plant in Indiana was the first zero landfill plant here in the United States. And you guys are working to make Subaru Park, where the union play, also zero landfill. Also working with them to be zero landfill. We're going to hear about, three national, about that later this morning. Three national parks working with Subaru. That's to exactly become, right. Yeah, it's fantastic. That's exactly right. So, uh, But now, this, of course, is the next chapter in us b- making sure that we're doing the right thing for the environment and having this uh, all-new EV come out. That's awesome. There. It's going to be a Love fantastic it. vehicle. You guys are always doing great stuff, and we want to welcome the man who is the head honcho here. He's the president and CEO of Subaru of America, Mr. Tom Dahl. Hey! Welcome back, President Steve Show. It's this great. is our version of the Iceman right here. <laughs> totally. Doesn't Matt do a great job? He's our version of Matt yeah. Ice. No, you're he, never going to let him go. Yeah. Absolutely not. He is the best. Tom, you know, we, we were talking just briefly before uh, when, I, when I ran into you about what Matt had said in the uh, – you know, the shortage of, of the product and, and having the demand through the roof. And so uh, how you've, you've got to be, uh, number one, you guys have to be going crazy because you know these people want to get these cars. They want to get behind the wheel, and yet it is what it is, and you're getting what you, what you can be. But how's that affecting uh, morale and everybody here and, and, uh, and the working process? Well, obviously, we're doing the best we can with it, right? I mean, it's, it is sad to see because we've got demand that outstrips our supplies. And as Matt said, we've got less than a week's supply. So it's kind of frustrating to, for us anyway to see our market share kind of go down when we know we could actually sell so many more cars if we just had them available. Yeah. But you know what we what we've seen you do year and year uh again over and over is that even in the toughest times you guys have always stepped up when you support the camp out for hunger. We know you can apply that same attitude and uh workforce 
to getting those vehicles out. But as, as you said, love is worth waiting for. Yeah. And you have a lot of people now who, as Nick was pointing out, with the parks and all that stuff, who are realizing the joy of having a vehicle that can get them off the road a little bit and get them out to the places they want to go. So you're yeah. not going to find any better. No, that's a good point, Steve. You know, we not just with Camp Out for Hunger and some of the other things that we do locally here, but our retailers all around the country support local charities. You know, this year with our Share the Love event, our retailers gave about $27 million it's amazing. to both national and local charities. And over and since we started this program of Share the Love back in 2008, we've given over $200 million. Think about that. That's over 330000 per retailer. And you guys, you guys, by the way, and, and listen, it's not the kind of thing where you'd say, well, you know, there's copycats, but you kind of set the standard. Other companies have taken the lead. So, in, I mean, but you, you guys are well out ahead of this, and the sort of benevolent ripple effect has occurred because of your efforts. Well, we have a soul, right? I mean, every business has to have a soul. Right. What does it stand for? And that's our soul. Our soul is our love promise. And you can see it when you come into the building. Hopefully, you felt it when you walk through. And you see it over here with our National Corporate Training Center that we have across the way. Yeah. With some of the signage that we're putting on. On the outside of it it's to terrific. demonstrate all of the things that we're doing yeah uh tom it had to be, it's been a trying year for everybody obviously but for people who are in charge the bosses the ones who have to make the calls around stuff like a pandemic who the hell ever saw something like that coming it had to been t- difficult for you to keep everybody happy to make sure that people stay productive and still interested so how you doing now as we're getting ready to come out of this stuff i'm so proud of our employees you know the our colleagues that work with us on a day-to-day basis because we didn't really skip a beat even though people had to work remotely we figured out a way to get it all done and yes few us had to come in every day because we had to checks have to get signed things have to be done and you can't do that you know just working remotely some so some people had to come in i got to thank our parts people our warehouse people who came in every day during the pandemic well to make sure that our retailers got the parts that they needed let me ask you guys this so if if it's just you guys coming in were you splitting the 20 pounds a lot yeah. that are over there. <laughs> Who was eating all that? Well, they kept working, right? Well, yeah. yeah so, we cut it down. so I'll tell you what happened. So when the, when the building shut down early on in the pandemic and we all went to remote work, a few of us came into the office every day. And I'll go back to something that Tom said, which is really, really important. Uh, we came back to the office every day. So there was a company for people to come back to. And we brought back. So our technicians over here in the National Service Training Center, we had them come into work so they could work on some company cars and keep them employed. Yeah. And we also brought back this incredible cafeteria staff back here. You guys rock. Uh, we, we brought them in. Not only to take care of the technicians who are over there working, but also what they did is they made over 300, mi- 300, million, 300 <laughs> meals per week That's that awesome. we donated to Cathedral Kitchen. Excellent. Because guess what? They don't want to be furloughed. They can't be furloughed. Right. right? And so, and this is the this is the type of company and culture that Subaru has. Right. Right. And, I'll, and to Tom's point, the colleagues that you see behind me today, we're now back to fifty percent capacity. Going to go back soon to one hundred percent capacity in July. But I tell you what, they did some tremendous work from home. But it's so great to see them back here. To see these faces we haven't seen in over a year. We've missed these folks. Yeah. And so glad to have you all back. Great to yeah. see everybody this morning. Ring those damn bells, Tom. We. Uh... We got a text, and uh, this, this person says, I met Tom in person. Please say hi for me. I'm a Subaru ambassador, and I, I, I love the nice. fact that Subaru has ambassadors. These people that go out, they just drive the cars. I'm an Outback driver myself, and they, I, I met one out at Yosemite National Park two summers ago, and I was like, 
how'd you get to become a Subaru ambassador? That's so cool. But these people do it out of the love of the company. And it's so neat that, that they're able to extend the love and just go out and promote the, the, the vehicles that they love and the company that they love. Well, Subaru's a unique company in that our, our, our transmissions, our engines are completely different from everything that's out there, as you know. You know, we've got a horizontally posed boxer engine. Leads to a unique way of the car drives and the way it handles. It's always in balance compared to everything else that's out there on the road. And that's why these people become Subaru ambassadors. They just love what the product can do for them, and they take it to that next level, and it's just it just kind of feeds on itself. Don't you guys have the greatest brand royal uh, brand uh, loyalty? We're uh, number one in the industry. Yeah, yeah number, number one. Number so, one, in, and have been. Yeah, for a long, long time. People yes, buy exactly Subaru, right. and they keep buying Subaru. It's my yeah, understanding yeah. that if, if someone does not repurchase, Matt actually shows up at the house. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a bit what a do I need to do? Yeah, it's yeah. a little bit of a problem, right? Because you want it's like playing baseball. Baseball, right? Yeah, so yeah. I was just talking to a gentleman from the Darren Dalton Foundation. In baseball, you want to turn a lineup over, score more runs, right? And that's what we would try to do with our customer base. We want to try to turn them over so we get them into more cars so we can sell more. Yeah. But the darn people hold on to the cars <laughs> for so long yeah. that we can't turn them over fast enough. Well, it's 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 a it's a double edged sword. So that, that that speaks to the product line that people it just does. yeah hold and, on. And yep. Kelly Blue Book recognizes as well. As we they've named us the most trusted brand now for seven years. Running when wow. you've got love, you've got trust. What else? What else do you need, right? If with a, and that's what what makes us more than a car company. Yeah, we've got. I, I own two cross tracks. My sons drive them, so we're we're a Subaru family as well. Man. That's great, so wonderful. It's, thank it's you. Excellent. No problem. Thanks. Well, listen. Thank you for having us back here. Uh, thank you for the reason. We're glad you're back. Always here. welcome. Of course, the Camp Out for Hunger donation, we can't do it without you guys. So thank you so much. And we're going to talk to Matt a little bit more later on. Uh, but great. Oh, we have an announcement. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Yes. Here. Yeah. We have an announcement right now. Drum roll, please. All right. All right. Because, oh, thank you for the bells. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so because the Camp Out for Hunger is the reason that we are here, we are announcing the Save the Date for Camp Out for Hunger 2021. Yeah. Last year, we did it a little bit earlier, and it seemed to actually work out well. It didn't conflict with uh, Thanksgiving Day weekend. And listen, during a pandemic, we had a huge turnout. It was so impressive. So we're going to change the date. A lot of it has to do with the um, uh, scheduling of the sports complex. But we're going even earlier this year. Camp Out for Hunger 2021 will be November 1st through the 5th. So there you go. Yeah. That's our announcement. So we're, we're doing it even earlier. Did you... Uh, Matt, just make sure we, you we'll, guys know. We will see you there. All right. <laughs> just and making sure you'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll probably win it again because we want you guys coming back. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we come still back. owe you one already, so yeah. we're making up the first one now. So, uh, t Listen, Tom, the tater tots alone will bring us back here <laughs> in, the, uh, in the cafeteria. Thank you, guys. Stop we'll talk, to Tom. It's good to see you again. Matt, we'll talk to you in a little bit. Sounds great. Thanks, everybody. Let's hear it it's a lot of energy, man. I, I, I love, you know, you can tell you love a place by the employees, the smiles, yeah. all that stuff, the energy. Yep. It, it's absolutely something that you notice the second you get here. All right. So Camp Out for Hunger starts the day after Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. So very, very early yeah. this year. And listen, we're trying it out. We'll see. We'll see if it ends up working out. And uh, I'm excited about the opportunity. Well, and you, you said rightfully so. That there's there are things that we that again we're staying fluid. And and it, there were there were conflicts with what the uh, the parking lot was being used for in other cases. Yep. So it works. We'll get it yeah. done. And it's uh, the weather might slight chance of a little warmer weather. Possibly. A little nicer weather. We'll have to see. Which you know, it's it's a place where people can come and be outside and everything. So anyhow, that's it. Jot that down. November first through the fifth is when the camp out for hunger. This year will be 
Oh, my God, we got to take a break. So let's do that very thing now. We'll come back in just a moment with more from Subaru of America in Camden, New Jersey, the Preston and Steve Show Broadcasting Live. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Guys, Nukes, Philly, it's time to party again. Do you want to dance on a cloud or see your name in light? Call Music by Mike for all your mobile DJ needs. We'll play the right music to make your party or wedding perfect. Call 267-971-8467 or look me up on Facebook at Music by Mike MCK. President Steve Rock. Next message. Good morning at Philadelphia. My name is Kevin Kramer and I'm a wedding photographer and photo booth operator based out of Delco and Drexel Hill, but serving the tri-state area. Let us help you document your day with our storytelling from start to finish. Also, we'd love for you to step up to our awesome photo booth Grab a prop and smile and walk away with a memory. I can be reached at 484-469-0538 or at kevkramerphoto.com. Again, that's kevkramerphoto with a K.com. Thanks and hope to see you in front of our lens. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. Steve, I'm seeing a scene that reminds me of the uh, Iran <laughs> hostage yes. uh, situation in the early, late 1970s, early 80s. They're being released back to the United States. We have contestants that are being blindfolded and uh, led outside. We're going to do a contest here in a moment, but we're using bandanas yes. over their eyes. Really, it could not look more hostage if we tried. And they're leading them out, and we're, we're going to get to this in a moment. But real quick, as they're getting in place, a reminder of the uh, MMR Essential 200. Uh, you can vote for that at WMMR.com. It is 200 of the essential rock songs for one reason or another. And you can vote for your top 10. And I believe it is July 2nd. I don't have the liner in front of me. Uh, it's that Friday of uh, 4th of July weekend that we're going to run all that back. It's brought to you by Meineke. So uh, vote for those at WMMR.com. It's just a cool repository of songs. It's some great ideas and tunes you might have forgot about and anything uh, and everything, I should say. All right. Uh, oh, and by the way, I just had... A waffle with <laughs> candied bacon and peanut butter. Yeah. Like, I didn't even ask for that. That's what they're serving up in the cafeteria. It's they one actually, of the things. They will actually hold you down and put it in your mouth oh so you can God. taste how good it is. Oh, my God. So yeah, they, it's they, a wonderful thing. We're going we're gonna to do something with waffles in a little while. How can we not? Yep, I mean, we, have, we have this uh, the, uh, access to this waffle thing. Yeah. we got to do it. All right. Uh, we now go to our reporter in the field, Nick McElwain. Uh, who's actually on the other side of the, the room yeah. here right you now. You should see it from over here, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> right, Nick, so- what's the weather like over there? Unbelievably yeah. beautiful, Steve. <laughs> Gorgeous day here in Camden, yeah. New Jersey. So what we wanted to do is uh, we wanted to do some contest with the uh, the staff here at uh, Subaru of America. And sometimes we like to – oh, this is our reporter music. I didn't even hear that. Sometimes we like to we like to see how well they know the products here. And we've done over the years some trivia contests about the Subarus. and We've done a ton of stuff for the history of the company yep. and all that sort of stuff or what parts are and so on and so forth. I think you, there's something we haven't done being done right now. Probably. That is correct. Yeah. And we are going to try to use their tactile senses and see how well they know Subaru's products. So uh, we have Nick that is going to bre- have our first group of contestants. We're com- we're going to do a game we call the Caress. Caress, oh. get it? Caress. Yeah. As in touching, caressing. Oh. But they're going to be touching and caressing a car. <laughs> so we have three. We're going to do this. We're going to do two different rounds of this. We have uh, teams of three. They're going to, they're blindfolded. They're going to run their hands all over this sensuous, beautiful oh 
Subaru that we have parked right outside. Oh, but then it's going to have fingerprints all over the... I know it is going to mess it up a little bit. Dude, we're looking at them. They're clean and shiny and bright. They look gorgeous out there. But by touching alone, they're going to try to identify the model of Subaru that we have out here. And we have have rules set up, and we'll get to those in just a second. Yeah, I actually was talking to a doctor the other day, and he was saying to me, and it makes perfect sense, that we have more nerve endings on the palms of our hands than the bottoms of our feet because that is how we see the world. So this is exactly what we're doing here. These, I think these guys are going to have zero problems seeing Through their what, feet. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we could if we oh, wanted to. I might have no. misunderstood what you said. Yeah, but, but seeing we we without their eyes. We right. could have just done, we sh- that's a great idea, just using your feet. Just using your feet. Let's do that for next year. All right. Okay, next All year. Right. And what's what's the name we could use? We're using car S. We could do foot uh, rest. Foot rest. <laughs> foot roost. Foot roost. Foot roost. Foot roost. It got to get roo. Foot roo. All right. Enough of that. these million dollar ideas, let's sit up. Brilliant. All right, so Nick is with our contestants. Uh, do you have their names uh, handy? Yes, Nick? I do. So I have Kim and Lou and Cody. And, uh, Preston, just um, real quick, we're going to do the dark blue one first, correct? Okay, yeah, sure. Okay. Which right. one do you want to do, man? They could have felt the color. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, well, you Nerve endings. They don't have their shoes off, Steve, so <laughs> oh. they're going to be okay. Our, our, our color sensors are in the bottoms of our feet. Correct. So uh, we're going to take all three contestants who are blindfolded as if they were hostages. Yep. Kim, you're going to put your, your arm on mine, and I'm going to lead you out. All right. And, and then... We're going to have them touch the uh, the car at the same time, Preston, correct? Yes, and they can run their hands all up and down the vehicle. They can walk around it. They can do whatever they need to, everything but get inside of it. Right. Okay. And here's the deal. So that they are not giving away any clues by process of elimination. I don't want them to say it out loud what the model is. What Don't touch it yet. Don't touch no, it yet. No, no touch. <laughs> no touch, Cody. Cody was jumping ahead. What's this all about? Listen up, Code. All right, so if you think you know what it is, say, I got it or I know, and then everybody's going to stop touching the car. You will then whisper your answer to Nick McElwain. He will tell you if you're right or wrong. If you're wrong, you're out of the contest. If you're right, then you win a prize. Which, Casey, do we know what our prizes yeah, are? Yeah, we oh, listen, It's um, they're going to be able to pick and choose what okay. they want. We have cases of um, of beer, and it's uh, the Golden Road Mango Cart. We also have pairs of Maury's Piers Same Day Ride and Water Park Combo Pass. Uh, we have a whole bunch of stuff. Okay. So, once again, if you think you know what it is, say, I got it. Nick will come over. He will hear your answer. If you're correct, you win. If you're wrong, you're out. And then we continue on with the other two contestants. All right. And we'll have to get a correct answer from the two because if someone guesses wrong, then they're out. And the third one doesn't win automatically. You still need to identify Sorry, man. what vehicle it is, and you get one guess at that. That's right. life, life in the big city. If yeah. all three fail, uh, firing squad, right? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, Okay, okay, absolutely. Yeah. All right, and so do we give them the the choice on whether where they want to start on the vehicle? Uh, uh, no, no. We're just we're just going to assign where they are standing. Yeah, I agree. And I then agree. Uh, so uh, first fair. contestant is Kim, and Kim is wearing Casey and her sinus sweatshirt. My yeah. girl, Kim, how are you feeling? I can't wait. She can't wait. I know. I'm going to win it. <laughs> do you think that your tactile sensations are up to the challenge? You're going to be able to determine the type of Subaru that is uh, in front of you right now. Absolutely. Oh wow! Very I'm- confident. Right. Contestant number two, Lou, how are you feeling so far? Uh, I can't see. Okay. <laughs> Very, see. Very good, Lou. All right, move he cannot see. He's Cody, now, you, Cody, you jumped the gun a little bit, and I don't want to uh, say that you're a cheater, but um, but I am. your I am. coworkers say that you are. How are you feeling? Uh, pr- pretty good. I actually worked on these cars for a long time. Ooh. Oh, oh, I got my money on Cody. And 
you can call me Joe. That's okay. I am. All right. And Cody, uh, what is your job here at Subaru? Um, now I am an uh, accident investigation specialist. Uh, mm. But three months ago, I worked on the cars for over two years. He was a car dealer. Right. He knows. He, he knows the contours. He, he listen. He's he's probably the the uh, the Michael Jordan of this particular game, president. What department do the others work in? Yeah, Kim. Uh, where do you work? HR. All right. He's in uh, HR. And then uh, Lou, your job? Distribution. Okay. Ah, distribution. All right, so the HR employee could actually put something in the other people's files and get them fired. Yep. Yes. It all depends so on what, how you play this game. You know, of all the employees, Steve, she's probably the one who's most in touch with her feelings. Right. Yes, that too. And she probably spends a lot of time feeling up her car. Right. I don't know. A lot of HR people I know don't have any feelings. Yeah. Uh, uh, we do, they not don't. True. So, oh, she said not true. I uh, know she seems like a sweetheart. Okay, you ready to try this? Yeah, are you guys ready? Would I get in trouble for calling her sweetheart? By the oh, way, God, oh, yes. oh my oh, God! Oh my God! Fired. You're fired. Oh, pick that up in HR. Call her baby. <laughs> baby, is, is that right. okay? Sweet? Hey, honey. <laughs> All right, uh, sweeties, you ready? Oh, yeah. Oh my God! Oh, my God. Yeah, hey, you're fired. Never invited back. <laughs> All right, Nick, put them uh, to different areas. Let's have our. All right. uh, let's have that forward contestants. Kim, them to the car. Go ahead. And put your hands on the car. Our Luke. new heart gets set and go. All right, feel it around. Okay, Kim. He knows it. Kim has already put up her hand. Kim. All right, hold on. So whisper, whisper. Okay, it whisper into it into my ear. Into his ear, and Nick will tell you if he's, you're right or wrong. Hands off, hands off the cars. Preston. Yep. Kim has a guess, and she is correct. Oh my, oh my God. God! Wow. What is it, Kim? Outback. It is a Subaru Outback. It's the new Subaru Wilderness Outback. Congratulations, Kim. Wow. Lou is still feeling for some reason. Lou, you lost. <laughs> Lou's just getting turned off. Hey. All right. So, uh, Kim, how in the world did you know that? Take it off. Just barely touching it. I just decided I would take a guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> she just took a guess. She saw it earlier. Uh, she just took a guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, that guess paid off. I mean, listen, Outback is, I assume it's, the Outback is their most popular uh, vehicle, but I'm not a Outback is a sure. great car. Great to drive. Great hey, to feel up. Hey, Tom Dahl is still here. Tom, is the Outback the most popular model for uh, Subaru, do you think? Yes or no? Probably overall. Forster's number one now, but Outback. Since, since time began, is the number one model for us. All right. right. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, that means we got a prize for Kim. We'll let Kim choose in a little while. But uh, nice job for Kim from HR. Little issue here, though, Preston. That went on far too long. I know. Yeah. Fortunately, we have another one to go, and we'll see if this one drags on. Our MM Army members are uh, leading the next round of contestants over, and Preston, your buddy with a beard, is going to be in round number two. Okay. Excellent. All right. Well, they, uh, they're they making their way out. They have a... Uh, they now know what it lies before them, and that is it might be another Outback. I don't know. We'll have to see. We have another vehicle, but it could be another Outback just to throw them off. But we'll find out in a moment. So Nick is walking out there. Let's meet our contestants. Who are they, Nick? All right, so contestant number one, and uh, we're going to go to the light blue car uh, next, and her name is Elizabeth. Elizabeth, how you doing? How are you feeling? I'm good. What do you do for Subaru? Uh, I'm, I'm accounts payable. Accounts payable. Okay, and uh, who in the company makes the most amount of money? <laughs> I'm just, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, okay, so uh, do you think you're going to do well in this contest? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Do you are, are you a Subaru driver yourself? I, I do. Yeah. And then can I ask what kind of car you drive? Yeah, I drive an Impreza. She drives an Impreza. Whoa, nice. It'll impress you. All right, Don't and impress then impress me much. Contestant number two, Beard Man, is named Zen. Zen, how you doing? Good. What do you do for Subaru? I'm planning logistics. And Wait. what does what does somebody who is in planning logistics do? Grow a beard. <laughs> All right. That's it, man. Yeah, hey, I, I got to ask about the name Zen. Is that his birth name or is that a nickname or what? 
Uh, no, it's my birth name. Oh. Wow, that's, that's a, a great name. Tri- Trippy right. parents. Yeah. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Okay. Anything else then? Uh, I have a Preston and Steve tattoo. Oh! What is it and where is it? It's a uh, robot on my calf. And how long ago did you get it? Uh, probably about seven years ago. So oh. you, you probably you came in studio for that before we uh, got banned by the Board of Health. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. All right, awesome, dude. I love it. I'm pulling for you, Zen. Yeah. All right, Zen, so we're going to bring you actually a little bit closer to this car. So, uh, And then our last contestant, Lee, I'm going to go over and see how Lee is doing. Actually, would you mind helping Zen get over it? There we go. All right. Now, Lee- Nick, Nick, if I may, just, yes. just to make sure, uh, have everyone keep their hands back. Correct. Uh, you know, this way we can make sure it's fair. Yeah, Elizabeth, we're going to start the contest in a moment, but do not touch the the car yet. All right. And our last contestant is Lee. Lee, how you feeling? Okay. Not bad. And what do you do for Subaru? I'm actually a visitor. <laughs> He's a what, visitor. you just wander in off the street? No, my friend works here in IT. So. No. Okay. Did you come because we were broadcasting here today? Absolutely. Well, oh. thanks, man. Uh, do you think that you have an advantage as an outsider? Absolutely not. Okay. All right. Hey, All where, right. where does Lee work? What does he do? I actually work for uh, the government. Okay. Oh, in the car identification department. <laughs> uh, maybe. The CID. The kid. Right. All right. Uh, so, Lee, follow me. We're going to bring you close to the car. We're going to have you right in the middle here. And then, are you? by the way, Lee, are you a Subaru fan? I actually drive a Honda, but I do like Subaru. All right. Get All the right. hell out. <laughs> All right. Lee's going to come over here and stand right in the middle. And then when you guys are ready, back at the broadcast pavilion, we will begin the contest. Yes? All right. You ready? Okay. I'm, I'm ready. Yes. <laughs> I was, uh, We're all thrown off a all right. little. On your mark, get set, and go. Car S. They need to feel it and identify it. Hold on. We got a hand up, Nick. All right. Ben. Lee, the outsider, your guest. Crosstech. Uh, no, incorrect. I'm sorry. You're out of here. And By the way, they need to whisper, whisper that. Yes. Well, he's wrong, so get the hell out of here. Lee. All right. <laughs> keep going. Back to touching. They're all touching now. Elizabeth has worked her way in the back of the vehicle. Zen is touching the uh, front side, driver's side door, the front driver's side door. He is, uh, these guys are being really meticulous. Yeah, yeah, my technique are. would be to go to the back of the car. Right. Come on, Ken. Tell me in the back. Away tips. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's doing the, the uh, he's touching the side mirrors. I think they're just, I think they're actually getting off. It may be that they Stop just it. have a car thing. Yeah. The driver's side window is open, so Lee is actually feeling, uh, I'm sorry, Zen is actually feeling inside the car a little bit. Now he's working his way towards uh, the Nick, back. Re- Nick, remind them that the owner's manual oh. is in Braille. Oh, <laughs> How about this what? young lady? That's what I. That's exactly what I had in mind. What she's doing. She's feeling the name on yeah. it, the nameplate on the back. But nobody has raised a hand yet. I can, if they can identify it. And now Zen's getting into her territory. Zen is a, is now Zen. on top of. Be a gentleman, Zen. Come on. <laughs> All right. Ooh, uh, they're I, taking I their time. They Good. still don't have it. Okay, they have nobody has raised a hand yet. The, uh, you know, the first round was over in a matter of seconds. Second round. Okay, Elizabeth. Oh. All right, now whisper it in my ear. Hold on. Preston, what Elizabeth has guessed, the Subaru Crosstrek. Yeah, she's correct. Hey, hey, Nick, yes, sir. Hey, that's that's the same thing that Lee guessed. No, he did not. He said the Crosstech. Oh, that's he said cross exactly tech. right. He oh. got it wrong. Yes, he said Crosstech. Oh, thank God. All right, hey, we got a winner, Elizabeth. You can remove your blindfold. Well done. Now, d- did you get thrown off by Lee's guess? Yes, yes, because I was like, I couldn't understand why why it's not Crosstrek, but I felt the K at the end. Uh-huh. There right. you go. And he had said Crosstech, yes. right, Nick? He got the okay. name incorrect, and and, uh, and screw that guy. He doesn't work here anyway. Yes. <laughs> right. Nick, I heard him say, I heard him say clearly Crosstech. He absolutely he did. screwed right. it up. 
Well done, and that means Elizabeth is our winner, and we will be able to get her a prize of her choosing when she comes back over this way, which is wonderful. They did that. They did a great job. They did a great job. Excellent. I bet you today in the parking lot, they'll just go out and play the game randomly. Yeah, just go blindfold yourself yeah. and walk through the parking lot, feel cards, see if you can identify them. Maybe what we do next time is, is we do a tribute to Kathy's diner uh, encounter with the pervert years oh ago. God, we no. got them out here and let them lay naked, naked on, on the hood of the car. I forgot about that. And yeah. see... If they can identify it that way. You came outside and the guy I was, was naked on the roof, on the hood of your car? Yep, I was working uh, at the pool as a manager and we had gone out. Uh, it was like a late night. We had a, an after hours party. So afterwards, we went to the diner that was open 24 hours. Uh, I was with a bunch of lifeguards, a bunch of girls that I worked with. And there was a guy, he was like oddly saw us get out of the car. He was like looking at us and we went in, we sat at a window seat so we could see him and we're like he's doing something to the car we went outside and he was uh, pleasuring himself on the hood of the car oh my god uh, he also had let the air out of all four of our tires now so you don't that, have to so do that, that we so that i guess we couldn't go after him because once we got out there and i when we had to testify in court <laughs> we had to um describe what type of underwear he was wearing but listen is what an idiot if you're gonna yeah. do that yeah. on the, someone to the, he was wearing bright yellow like tidy whitey underwear. That you like, know, it was like you, the easiest thing to identify. That's very good advice, Kathy, to the people out there who might be interested <laughs> yeah. in pleasuring themselves on other people's automobiles. Don't wear easily identifiable underwear. <laughs> yeah, that was that was an interesting. I event. didn't know you had to go to court for that. Yeah, no. we had to go to court, um, and we had to when when the police got him, they got him down the street. Um, we also had to. Uh, the the cop said, "Well, how do you know that it's him?" I go look at his underwear. If it's yellow, it's him. And it, ah, it was. look at you, Kathy. Uh, Kathy he was a witness for the prosecution. See, I should have been in the FBI. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, that went well. We got some winners. I love it. I see also we have representatives of Phil Abundance here this morning, too. I want to thank those guys for being here because, obviously, all these efforts that uh, Subaru puts in. And, by the way, they put it in throughout the whole year. Like, oh, that gets started immediately after the Camp Out for Hunger preparing for the following year. And, obviously, this all goes to uh, to fill abundance. So, uh, it's a wonderful win-win all the way around. It, it'd be technically correct to say that they never stop doing it. They're always in Camp Out mode, and yeah. that's how they do what they do. But then, lest we forget, they were the main proponents of, of kind of letting other companies in on what they do and how they go about doing it because obviously this is the big prize you get this you know this uh, this broadcast from your place of business and we love showering attention on Subaru because they've just been so consistently generous yeah but they want to they want to share how to do it how do they yes. go about it throughout the year and that's why each year they uh, offer up information on how they go about getting the donations and they just want they, they just believe in the cause that's, that's it there's too it's wonderful all right so i want to take a break come back in a second we have more games to play more things to get to more people to talk to as well as we do this live broadcast from subaru of america in camden we'll be back on mmr stay with us what's new glad you asked Dropkick Murphys. Foo Fighters. Black Pumas. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. Uh, what was that? <laughs> That's... 
<laughs> it was my copy, so I just asked Casey if he wanted oh, to, to sing say, the line. <laughs> rather than say the yeah. line. I got you. Thank you. Um, so, you know what? In true Preston and Steve uh, form, uh, we were not ready for this particular segment. <laughs> oh, no, we're we not. We were supposed to get contestants during the commercial break, but we can do that now. Mind you, this is the uh, broadcast from 2019. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, And we still... Yeah. Got caught behind the eight ball. Exactly. So we are. We're gonna. We're gonna play a couple of games now, uh, and so I, we're, we're gonna play a fairly harmless game, uh, and it has a, a little twist to it, though. Uh, our friend Matt Ritter is gonna be a part of this. So we're gonna play. You guys know the the game show, the uh, twenty five thousand dollar pyramid. It's an older game show that used to be on way back when, uh, but it's a essentially a clue giving game where you try to guess words. That a person is giving clues about, and our clue giver is going to be our buddy Matt Ritter from here at Subaru of America. So I need two volunteers, two people that want to play this game. We have one right here. All right, we'll take. Uh, no, you can't volunteer someone else. You want to do it? All right. Yes. Right, from Phil Abundance coming up here. One more contestant to go up against her. Anybody else? It's really easy. And we have prizes to win, Mike. Prizes yeah. for people. Anybody? Everybody Come on, so come shy. on, Subaru. Come on, this Subaru. Guy, this guy will do Cody, it. I think he's already played. Uh, yeah, we can take another. Yeah, you want to be in another contest? Come on, man. I love that. Who is that? Matt Cody? Brow beating someone into becoming. <laughs> At Come this on. point, we're looking. For, we're just looking for warm bodies. Yeah. We're gonna have a hard time. The guy time. in the back wants the to dude do it. All the way back. There. Oh wait a minute, dude back there. Yeah, come yeah. on up here. All right. Yes. We have uh, people that are our hero, all right, Devin, paying attention to us and trying to do work at the same time while they're here. Uh, but nonetheless, we're gonna take a moment and uh, let them play a game. Uh, so it's a pretty simple game. Come on over this way. Let's meet our contestants, first of all. Uh, from Phil Abundance, your name is? Veronica. And Veronica, what do you do for Phil Abundance? Uh, I assist Gina Harlan, our CFO. And oh. I just met Gina a little while ago. She's a CFO, as uh, as she said, and uh, very cool to have you guys here. So thank you very much. All right, Veronica. And then your name, sir. Let's find out. Step on up to the microphone. What is your name? Hi, my name is Devin Wilcox. Hi, right, Devin. All right, so we have Veronica and Devin. So are you guys familiar with the pyramid game at all? No, I'm too young. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it's it. actually on right now. Uh, yeah, on, really? On, yeah, I mean, on, on regular primetime television. It's an old game, and it's very easy, Preston. Would you do the honors and explain? Very simple. So here's the deal. We have a series of categories, and we're going to let you guys pick the category. In that category are seven words or names or something you need to identify. Now, Matt is going to be giving you clues as to what those are that you need to guess. Now, Matt can't use any of the words that are in, uh, let's say, a name. He can't give, you know, if somebody's name is, is you know, let's say it was Robert Smith from The Cure or whatever. He can't say, oh, it's this guy's last name is Smith. Now, that would be, and then we would have to move on and that one wouldn't count. So he's going to give you clues. You try to guess what he's trying to clue you into. It's that simple. That's all there is to it. That's it. Yes. Now, we're doing this. Now, the reason that Matt Ritter is going to be uh, giving the clues is because every single clue has to do with either hairy or knuckles <laughs> because Matt has notoriously hairy knuckles. Yeah. We always point that out every Thank, year. Thanks. Yeah, thanks no problem. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's like a gorilla. So we have, uh, I have three. Now, uh, for each one you get right, you get a point. And there's potential seven points per category. I have seven altogether here. I think we'll do three each, and there will be one left up for grabs, and we'll see if we need a tiebreaker. I haven't even really thought this all the way through. But nonetheless, we'll go for it. So, uh, Veronica, since you were first a volunteer, I think we'll go with you first, okay? So I'm going to give you the categories. You pick one of these. I'll give it to uh, to Matt, and he will start to give you the clues. So uh, the categories are, and like I said, everything has to do with Harry or Knuckles. So the categories are Knuckle Sandwich, anyone? Uh, we also have one that is the genius of Harry Styles. 
Matt Ritter's got a twinner. Gryffindor, Slytherin, and the Great House of Knucklepuff. Knuckle Knuckle, Banana Fana, Fofruckle. Harry, 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 and Harry. <laughs> or a bunch of Harry Dicks and Richards. Okay, so which one do you want to choose? Come on. I, I don't know. I need a second. Um... Yeah, what's it going to be? And you don't have to remember the exact names of them. Just... We got to give the people what they want. Okay. Probably Harry Potter. All right. Oh, all right. So you're going to go with right, Gryffindor, yeah. Slytherin, and the Great House of Knucklepuff. That is your category. Th- this is timely because uh, really who should be giving these clues is my daughter, Finley. I just literally had to FaceTime her to say, hey, tell me who a few of these people are. <laughs> so, like cheating. So, cheating. Finley, thank you very Don't much. let her see the list. So Gryffindor, Slytherin, and Great House of Knucklepuff, these are characters from Harry Potter. Casey, how much time are we putting on? Uh, we give them a minute. All right. You get one minute. All right. On your mark. Get set and begin. Okay, this person was a uh, female and a uh, daughter to two muggles. Hermione? Oh, yeah. Yes. Ding. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, don't say that word. Dump oh, that out. Rats. Um, Dumbledore? Yes. All right. Uh, this person is a half, half of a giant and a friend of Harry's. Half giant and friend of Harry's. Wait, can I ask questions? No. Oh, no. <laughs> or, um, another game is played. Haggard? Haggard? Keep going. Give it to her. Yeah. Hagrid. Okay. Yeah. Hagrid. Okay. Uh, see, this is an enemy of Harry. Voldemort? Yes. Go. No. No. Draco no. Malfoy? Yes. yes. All right. That's correct. Uh, and then uh, evil villain. Voldemort. There you go. Yes. Uh, this person is uh, one of Harry Potter's really good friends. Ron Weasley? Yes. Yo. Uh, let's see here. Oh, and uh, professor of potions. I uh, probably can't say that, can I? Yeah, sure. Yeah, professor of Potions. Oh, time's up. Yeah, time's up. Time's up. She got six of them. The last one was Professor Snape. Uh, that was good. She was good. Yeah. Finley would be so proud. The headmaster of Hogwarts, uh, his name is the F word? Yeah. yeah. No, that's not what I said. Oh. You misheard me. I'm all the way over here. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, so far, I need somebody to keep score. Nick, keep, I got keep it. score. Six, yeah. Veronica has six so far. That okay. means that we have uh, Devin who's going to be up oh, next. Devin, correct? Devin. All right, Devin. Step on up here. Did I get your right. name right? That was a clinic in yep. how to play right. the game. You looked at me weird. Okay, so, uh, and Matt, try to rapid fire these clues, all right? All right. You got to move on this. All right, so this, the categories are Knuckle Sandwich, anyone? The Genius of Harry Styles. Matt Ritter's got a twinner. A bunch of Harry Dicks and Richards. <laughs> Harry, 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 and Harry. Or Knuckle, Knuckle, Banana, Fana, Fofruckle. Let's do a Knuckle Sandwich. Knuckle all Sandwich. Right. All right, Knuckle Sandwich, anyone? Good one. These are different kinds of punches. Knuckle sandwich is different kinds of punches. I know, like three. So, right, well, let's see. Maybe, <laughs> no, the, no. maybe the clues will lead you down that path. Like All right. A, so, punch or uh... Matt, you ready? Yeah, let's try it. All right, and here we go. In three, two, one, begin. This might be a type of punch you would drink as a kid. Fruit punch. Mm-hmm. Correct. No. 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 I, I uh, you might do this in, a, in an island uh, uh, off the west coast. You would drink this type of punch. California punch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. Uh, a, a boxer would use this punch uh, coming from Jack. Yes, correct. <laughs> Let uh, him know when he got it right. right. <laughs> boxer would also jab. Use... Yep. <laughs> and another uh, another punch a boxer would use uh, that might brownhouse. Uh, no. Um... <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> that uh, might come from the uh, outside, way far um, outside. I nope. Next. All right. Um... Let's see. This uh, this animal uh, can be found in the garden eating plants. Uh, also, a type of a punch. <laughs> Eats lettuce and carrots. Also, is a cartoon about Rabbit. it. Rabbit. Yes. And uh, this is a uh, cheesesteak place in Camden. Pass. No. 
It's type of a punch. Oh, donkey. There you go. Yes. <laughs> That's five. Oh keep going. Keep one? going. Uh, let's see. Uh, any other boxing punches that you can think of that I have? Hook. Uh, yes. yes. Boom. And high times up. up. Times All right. Up. Hang on. And uh, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> hang on. He got five of them. He got five of them right. He did not get. He got donkey, rabbit, hook, jab, and uppercut. Correct. And he did not get Hawaiian. That's right. Hawaiian punch. Oh, and yeah. another uh. punch is a cross. Now I'm going to help you out here, Matt. You don't have to. So those are punches, but across you could say it's the symbol of Christianity. Yeah, I was. Well, I was going to lay that out there, but I didn't want to, you know, offend anybody. <laughs> what by saying it's a symbol I, of listen, Christianity? I, I don't know. Okay. And All then, due respect to our Islam listeners. <laughs> right. You never. And, and, I'm, and I'm Jewish, so just putting that. Out. Right. <laughs> How dare you invoke the name of Jesus, who left our religion to start his own? And then, like a hook, you is something yeah, you yeah, catch yeah. a fish goes yeah, in a fish, yeah, yeah. A fish outside of the box. Listen, I'm trying here, man. I, you're I, I'm just oh, helping you're doing you out. great. You're doing great, man. I am Don't a let farmer. Them... I am not a fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uppercut. Offend anyone? All right, so that's five points, Nick. Yes, Veronica is in the lead with six, and then uh, Devin got five. All right, we're doing pyramid, hairy knuckle style here in honor of Matt Ritter, who has the hairiest knuckles we've ever seen. Every clue has to do with hairy or knuckles. All right, Veronica, we get to have you choose now another category. So here's what remains. Harry, 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 and Harry. A bunch of Harry Dicks and, a Rich and Richards. <laughs> uh, the genius of Harry Styles. Matt Ritter's got a twinner or knuckle, knuckle, banana, fana, faux freckle. Which uh, one do you want to choose? Let's do that last one. The last, last one. one. All right. Knuckle, knuckle, banana, fana, faux freckle. All right, I'm going to hand this over because I have it in an envelope. And that is words that rhyme with knuckle. Veronica, did you hear me? No. Words <laughs> that rhyme with knuckle. I know Marissa was talking to you yeah. while I was explaining to you what was going on. All right, okay. so words that rhyme with knuckle. Are you ready to try this, Matt? Oh, this is good. Matt be looks really ready. ready. Matt looks like he's completely prepared. Matt, you're making me nervous. <laughs> All right, here we go. On your mark, get set, and start giving the clues. This might be something found on a belt. Buckle? Yes. Oh, thank God. Oh, this is a game that you play. I don't know. It rhymes with I don't know. Yeah, yeah me neither. What oh, kind of something... a game, Matt? What kind of a game? Next. Card game? Yeah, a card oh, game. Oh, Pinochle? Is yes! Yes! Uh, you're not laughing out loud, but you're sort of... Chuckle? Hey, all right. Uh, let's see. Um, this person might be also, like, uh, you'd call him a... Uh, Uncle? Blank oh, wait, no. What? <laughs> Uncle? That's oh, no. not right. Uh, blank Berry, like a... Uh... Next, I don't know. Okay. Dingle? Um, so, you might do this with your belt. You would, um, when you, after it's attached, you know, hooked up, you would then, you want to take it off, you do what? Unbuckle? Yes! Yeah. That's it. And a baby might do this with its mother. What? I, listen, I'm doing the best <laughs> I can here. Can you try again? <laughs> uh, She's nursing a baby. Suckle? Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I helped you on that. Yeah, I know. I appreciate, appreciate the pinch in. <laughs> and and uh, die. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Time's up. Round Wait, two what for... was the one I didn't get? Uh, Huckle. Huckleberry. 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 Oh. Huckleberry. You have Finn? Like the book? Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. The I like that. Yeah. See? And then the other one was going to be, now I don't even know what this is, a muckle. Yeah, Casey, I don't Casey had uh, done the list. The muckle that. for us when growing up was a football game that basically doesn't have any end zones. You just you catch the football and you run until you get tackled. And then when you get tackled, you throw the football up, whoever catches Is that a they... common thing, or is that just a Springfield thing? No, that's a common thing. Anybody else here ever played Muckle? No. Call it Muckle? Okay. Yeah, this dude over here. You called it Muckle? muckle? Yeah. All right. All right. 
How about you, Veronica? Muckle? No, I'm too young. Okay. <laughs> Clearly, it's very common. Like, How old are like, you? So young. We can do a game. We can guess. <laughs> All right. What's the score so far, Nick? All right. So in round two, Veronica got five for a grand total of six. And Devin had five in the first round. So we'll see how he does in round number two. Wait a minute. A total of six. I'm sorry. Six in the first round. Total of 11. Total of 11. Okay. All right. All right. You fit right, right into the counting. You get, yes. a chance, you get a chance to uh, catch up. And... I work in radio, Matt. Shut up. <laughs> All right. So here are the categories that are remaining. Harry, 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 yep, Harry, 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 and Harry. Harry, 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 Harry. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You got it. All right. So these are famous Harrys. All right. Seven famous Harrys. And you're going to have to find out by Nick's or by uh, uh, Matt's stunning clue giving who these celebrities are. You can so use rhyming words, too. He's taking a look at it. Are uh, you ready? Matt? Yes. He's, right. just, he's drinking it, it in. Yeah. His right. cold, steely eyes on the list. He's processing what incredibly astute clues he's going to give. Devin is yeah. reading the clues beat, uh, on the back of the page. <laughs> Yeah, By the way, I gave Matt these in advance. No, no, no. Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> About 30 seconds in advance. No, you, all right, here we go. You ready? Are you yeah. Mark? Get set and go. Famous magician. Uh, Harry Houdini. Well done. Uh, movies, books, uh, earlier clues. Uh, Harry Styles? No, no, no. He, uh, in, well, okay, I'll leave that one for later. But Oh, Harry uh, Potter. There you go. Harry Potter, yes. Uh, this guy and his wife just uh, left England, moved over here, said, see you later, royalty. Uh, Harry, then the head, uh, what's his title? Yeah, King Prince Harry. There you go. There All you right. Go. Uh, 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 very large. Harry and Henderson. Median. What? Yeah. Harry and Henderson's? No. No. Um, uh, very close. <laughs> I thought he said something else. Big, large, fat, tall comedian. Harry Styles? No, he's just saying. Nope. But you um, said him twice, so we're going to... We're... <laughs> He's got to be on there. <laughs> so, so he is on there. We'll get that in a second. Okay, good. We're give him Harry Styles? All right, we're going to give him Harry Styles. All right, he got Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. By the way, coming up on the list. Keep going. That's right. Uh, let's see. Uh, he's also not a big fat comedian. He's a, uh, a deceased magician comedian, but go ahead. Harry Houdini, I said. No, 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 no. no that, that's the magician. Uh, deceased <laughs> comedian, large guy, tall. Night Court. No. Too young for that. Are we all throwing these out here now? <laughs> yeah. And then well, you're thinking of somebody else. You're thinking, I, that's right. You're thinking of Louis. Oh, yeah, that's right. Not him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Star of Night Court. <laughs> he doesn't know. I'm too young for that. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm too young. Philly's announcer. Uh, Harry uh, Styles. Yeah. <laughs> Harry. Oh, my God. Harry, By the way, Harry we Kallis. were like, yeah, he got it. He got it. He got it. Up. <laughs> I'm keeping that. Yeah, that was Louis Anderson, not Louis Anderson, <laughs> and we can't allow the last one because we were thirty seconds over. Oh, we were thirty. <laughs> you were interrupting me, and there was other conversations inside. Yeah, I think we needed. There was a lot of peripheral chatter. Yeah. This is yeah. going I'm sure really well. Would have nailed the list. We're going to give him five. In fairness, he said Harry Styles twice. twice. So, so like yeah, two more points. Yeah. Thank you, Nick. Oh my God. All right. So in round number two, <laughs> Devin got five again. He now has ten. Great. Five right. plus five, All five right. is ten. You're doing great. Thank right. you. By the way, the one you missed, yes, Harry Anderson was a star of yeah, Night, Night Court. Court. He was and a... he was not a big, tall, No, fat, he wasn't. Tall, uh, Louis fat. Anderson was. Yes. And if that was the guess, you would have been right on it. <laughs> well, Matt, actually, Harry Anderson has passed away, but Louis Anderson is still, still alive. Still alive. Yeah. Yes. Right. And the other one that didn't get I'm used. I'm sure he's listening. Was Harry Truman. So right. that would oh, I didn't get to a... that one yet. Well, that was but on the list as well. for that, Devin. Harry Truman was a big, fat comedian. Big, fat comedian. God. Okay. Here are the final ones, of Veronica, and you get to choose one more. Matt Ritter's got a Twitter, a bunch of Harry Dicks and Richards, or the genius of Harry Styles. He said Harry Styles like three times. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't you pick I, Harry Styles? Yeah, I don't. Like oh, no, no, no. Because oh, you're very young. 
All right. I'm, the genius. You're going to know it was a lie because now I don't know who Harry Styles. <laughs> don't worry about it. it was, the genius of Harry Styles is about different types of hairstyles. Oh. All right. Ah, it's a play. I on went words. to beauty school. So. Harry was spelled H I A I R Y. Okay, Matt. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Dig oh deep. Oh boy. Think. You ready? Yeah. Matt, All you're right. doing great. You're doing awesome. Time on the clock. Ready uh-huh. and go. Might see this hairstyle down south, uh, a little more country. Country. Yeah. Is it a mullet? Is yeah, that- yeah. There we go. Okay. Correct. Uh, you you might see this uh, hairstyle in Jamaica. Uh, next. No, wait. Braids. Dreadlocks. There yes. you go. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, rhymes with slob. I don't know. Bob. Yeah. Yes. Oh. That's great. Uh, you see this in the military? What kind of cut? A buzz cut. Yes. Yeah. Boom. Uh, let's see. Also. Uh, Similar type to the, what you see in the military, um, but it uh, refers to a... Um, a fade? Nope. Uh, let's see. Next. <laughs> well, Mr. T had this haircut. Next. She's too young, dude. Yeah. yeah. Explain it. So Describe young. it. Use your hand. Uh, okay, yeah. So hair on the sides, hair right down the middle, super hair down the uh, middle. Like a mohawk? There you yeah, go. there you go. Hey, let's see. What do we have left? Um... She was in Friends. Uh, Jennifer Blake, Aniston? Well, that's not the haircut. What's it? But uh, uh, It's a shag. Was her, her character in Friends? Uh, it had a certain hairstyle. What was her character's name in Friends? Rachel. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She got it at the buzzer. Did she? Right. She got it at the right. buzzer. The Rachel. That is absolutely correct. The one he was trying to tell you was a buzz cut, but the but the up here is kind of wide and up. Flat. What would you call that? A flat top? Yes. Flat top. Well done. Too late, but... <laughs> I feel better now. All right. Yeah. No, you were unencumbered by your... Young age. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. I've been dealing with it for a long time. <laughs> I love her. We so, should hang out at young bars together. Oh, my God. You're not I'll bring my fake ID. Yeah. <laughs> when is Cougar Night, Kathy? <laughs> I am young, too. See, a teen gets it. They get no cover if they bring a cougar with them again. <laughs> All right. We have one more category, <laughs> and you get to choose. And by the way, if you're just tuning in, it is uh, the special version of Pyramid featuring all categories that have to do Harry and Knuckles because Matt Ritter has Harry Knuckles. And the last two categories are Matt Ritter's got a twinner or a bunch of Harry Dixon Richards. So Harry Dixon Richards. There you go. Thank you. All right. So this is uh, men (laughs) with a full head of hair named Richard or Dick. All right. Men with a full head of hair named Richard or Dick. You might be too young for some of these, sir. You're going to... You saw these ahead of time. Okay, anyway. He just, Matt, Matt just all of a sudden looked flustered. That You're is in. his way of encouraging yeah. the contestant when he shambles around with, like he wishes he's, he was dead. So yeah. there you go. All right, you ready to try this out? <laughs> sure. Make okay. a choice. <laughs> Here we go. Start the clock in three, two, one. Begin. This guy's CEO of an airline and is headed to space. Nope. Okay, uh, this guy hosted uh, New Year's Rock and Eve for years, had a stroke, died. Uh <laughs> Not not like right away. Uh, Dick Clark. Yeah, yeah. Not right, not right away. away. This guy was in the movie Pretty Woman. Richard Brant Branson. Uh, well, that guy might have flown to spit. Or yep. To spit. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. Branson. Right. But this guy was in the movie Pretty Woman. Anybody? Um, Richard. Uh, forget his last name. Um, yeah, next. Former president who said, uh, "I Richard am not Nixon. a crook." Richard Nixon. Oh, yes. Good. Uh, this guy did like uh, uh, jazzercise videos, aerobicize, whatever he did with the with the red, white, tight shorts and tank tops, and I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what does his last name rhyme with? Uh, you know what might be related to a, a 76ers player by uh, Ben. Last Richard name Simmons. There, there you go. go. That's there how you go. play the game. This guy was in uh, Mary Tyler Moore show. 
Uh, that's way beyond. Way that's way. Young. You're way too young for that. <laughs> this guy. All right, time's up. All right, hang on. That was, that was a weak category. Let, let me try this out. All right, the guy that was in Pretty Woman, you got Richard part right. Yeah, yeah. If you drive a manual transmission, you put it in. You put it in. Clutch first. You shift the. Oh, there There you go. Here. All right, let me try this one out. Mary Poppins. And he is the Chim Chimney, Chim Chimney, Chim Chim Chiru. You don't know Dick Van Dyke? Have you heard of Dick Van Dyke before? I know the name. I just, yeah. Penis Van Lesbian. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah but then you say Van and you disqualified Yeah, you yourself. would have been out. You would have been out. Well, good thing I'm not the... And then the last one would have been Richard Marsh. There's no way you would have gotten that one. Right no, here no. waiting? Yep. No. 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 Okay, Nick, what's the point total? Well, after three rounds of exhilarating play, Devin came in second place with 14. Veronica is your winner. There you go. With a grand that? total of 17 points. And she's so young. So young, she's going to have all the time in the world to love her prize, whatever that may be. It's yes. a Subaru, right? Uh, yes, with a Subaru. Yes. I can learn to drive in it. Take your pick, absolutely. <laughs> all right, thank you uh, for playing Pyramid here for our contestants. Oh my gosh. That was seamless. It was, was it? You know what? I, we have one last category. Let you me give Matt? the clues to Matt. Matt. Right. Oh, Matt, all right. Matt, Matt. Get up Poor here Matt. and watch how it's done. Okay. All right. All right. You want to try this out? Matt, Matt is emotionally distraught. I, Matt, I think you did great. I think you did the Kathy, best. Kathy, thanks did. for lifting me up. I and, appreciate and that. I wanted to do this one because it was it had his name on the categories. Matt Ritter's got a twinner. These are things with hairy knuckles. Okay, things with hairy knuckles. All, All right. right, you ready? Let's Casey, give it a shot. Start the timer. Here we go. Uh, this is a primate. It's a silver gorilla. Yes, that's correct. Uh, this is a mythical creature. It's really, really tall. It has really big Bigfoot. Yep, correct. Uh, he played Mrs. Doubtfire. Of course, he had hair. Robin Williams. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this guy turns into an evil character with fangs at night when the moon is full and comes Werewolf. out. Werewolf. That is correct. Uh, this is a Neanderthal. Carried a club. Caveman. That's absolutely right. All right, this is a large animal that will eat you. You can find them in Yellowstone National Park recently. Grizzly bear. That is correct. And this is a primate, but a smaller one. You remember from uh, Tarzan? He had Monkey. A, uh, Chimpanzee. Correct. You and I got this. <laughs> I can play this all day. See? See? Did you make up the clues, though? Casey well, did. Here's right. the difference. Yeah. You, that, that's, if you, you actually play the game, the trick is to have a good clue giver. Yeah. And that's what Preston is. It's, I've and done it, it a few quicker. times. So, but... We used to have other people do it, and it failed every time. <laughs> Remember when we had Dr. Dr. Mike? Dr. Mike, Dr. Mike is great. Yeah. He's the best. But we Jesus Christ. He's no, going, he was terrible. He's the guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, the guy. <laughs> you see him out there. The guy out there. And it's like, you're describing James Brown? What? It's just, uh, I, I, yeah, he yeah. does the thing with He's his feet. The, the guy. This guy wore a thing on a thing. Hitler? Yes. <laughs> so, all right, anyhow. Well, we have we have one more contest that we're going to do in this particular segment. And uh, we would like, we're going to need somebody to face off against. Oh, boy. Right? And I know, right? Yeah. Uh, but the reason that we're doing this one is we go on and on every time we come by here uh, about the amazing food that they have here at Subaru in the cafeteria. So we wanted to use that this morning. And Marissa, do you have uh, the list handy so I can take a look at that? Thank you very much. So um, we have decided to, to create a contest surrounding Casey who is the waffle goat. He's the greatest of all time. Absolutely. Uh, Waffles are his thing. Absolutely. We did an entire segment, the, the great 
issue that he was dealing with in his life at that certain point in time was getting butter into each of the squares of a waffle. That's and correct. it nearly destroyed him as a human being. Uh, that's how much he loves waffles. So we're going to do a uh, taste test of waffles. Now, we had the chef here, and I need to get everybody's names uh, so that we give some proper credit uh, to our chefs, uh, create some very special waffles, ones that you won't find on the ordinary menu. No. And essentially, you have to taste it and tell us what are what's in there. Because in waffles, you can put chocolate chips, you can put blueberries, you can put all kinds of stuff in there to add some flavor to it. So I need somebody to face off against Casey in a taste testing contest. Do you want to do it over here? All right. So I was going to try to find ten people because we have ten different ones, but like two people wanted to volunteer for the last <laughs> five things that we've done. Right. So, why don't we do mano a mano? Yes. And we'll see how you do. That means right? uh, mano a mano. That yeah. means one speaker. Oh, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Romano e Romano. Ooh. Remember that for next time. I don't know what it is, but it's something. All right. Let's find out who we have here. <laughs> what is your name, my man? Microphone's right there, bud. Paul. Paul. And Paul, you're with Phil Abundance? Uh, no, my mother's the CFO. Oh. oh. Okay. So that's how you get the shirts. Yeah. All right. Uh, have a seat there, bud. We are gonna we're gonna blindfold you, and we're gonna bring out the stack of waffles with a variety of different ingredients in them. You guys will have to taste and then tell us what you think is in the waffle. We'll need some music because I'm sure they'll be eating and filling out that time. Uh, so, Marissa, do you have the waffles handy? Yes. Okay. So they're bringing in carts from the cafeteria. Oh, this is very professional. That have the waffles. We're not gonna we're, we're gonna make sure that they're blindfolded so they can't see the ingredients. Casey, right. there's a flap hanging down. Uh, above your lip, and you're going to get waffle all over it. Okay. If you you don't tuck that Watch out for this thing. Right here. (laughs) 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 Casey's hitting this. Oh, my God. He's dying. The microphone. All right. All right. Hey, real, real quick. This is Michael and Denise from our uh, from our kitchen staff back right. here. The whole group. They are outstanding. John and Horse. Everybody I want to give them a shout out. They do a terrific job for us here at SLA. We love them. They are sensational. All right, Marissa. You have the list of them over there, right? We're going to go in, in a number order here. So, number one. Are they numbered? Okay, excellent. Let's go with number one. We're going to handy. We're going to give handy. each of these gentlemen a handy. <laughs> All right, sit still. Now, now when I yes, reveal I what it is, you'll understand why I said that. Okay. Uh, so, Casey, go ahead. Okay. Have a bite. Okay. And uh, also, you as well. Uh, what was your name? Paul. Paul, thank you. All right. So Paul and Casey are going to sample these and right. tell us what they think is Did it. Did I actually get a bite of what was in it? I don't know, man. No, I'm not watching you. Uh, okay. I'm not your mouth. I got it. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't get it, uh, but I got it. Okay, so we need to have you guys guess. Now, once you guess, that's what your guess is, and we'll alternate so you don't... I mean, you're going to influence each other no matter what. I didn't think this through. <laughs> All right, so Casey, you get to guess first, and then Paul does. What do you think is in the waffle? I think it's candied bacon. All right, and what do you think, uh, Paul? I was just going to say bacon. He was going to say bacon. All right, well... Casey's closer. It's white chocolate candy bacon. All right. So we're going to give him a point. So that's one point for Casey. I got it. All right. Thank you. Uh, and the reason I said handy is because I was looking at the word candy. <laughs> when I said, we're going to hand you these. Okay. I said, we're going to handy okay. use these. All right. So we're going to go with number two. And by the way, there's 10 of them all together. And by the way, guys, they are uh, sandwich style, some of them. So make sure you grab the whole thing when you okay. take a bite. Yeah. All right. You okay, only have to go uh, through 10 of these. Our chef is going to rim job you. I mean, uh, no. <laughs> take a nice big bite. All right. Okay. So can you tell me which ones are sandwich style? Because this one I just <laughs> dipped my hands into something wet. All right. So. 
I'm going to tell you guys. <laughs> I'm going to give you a hint on this one. This is a kind of pie flavor. Ooh. Oh, okay. That's important for you to, to, to think of. So I need you to give me the type of pie that this Ooh. is a flavor of. So go ahead. Okay. Paul's taking a big bite. Casey's going in. A mm. little bit messy on this one. There's lots of whipped cream on top. He's Ooh. getting it all over his lips. Going in for a second bite there, Case? Um, or are you just licking? Well, I'm going to go se- second bite. Okay. Now, Paul gets to guess first this time around, and he's going to tell us what he thinks <laughs> It is. You're making a total mess of your face. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Uh-uh, your face is. All right, Paul, what do you think it is? Boston cream. All right, Casey, what do you think it is? No, it's not hair pie. Um, ha, ha, ha. Thank you. Mm-hmm. appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say Boston cream. <laughs> yes, you both get it right. Absolutely correct. It's, See, it, when one person guesses, the other one's going to get a clue if they're on the side. Yeah, it should be one person guessing. I think, if they get it wrong, the other person. No, Kathy, so the first person who guesses, the second person, even if they believe okay. that's the right guess, <laughs> has to guess something different. Okay. Jeez. This is well thought that should, out. That should work out. Why don't we just start over? Uh. All right, here we go. Waffle number three. This is the goat waffles. What did you call this uh, contest, Nick? Uh, oh, waffle shoot falafel, this yeah. waffle. Hey, may I suggest something here, President? Yeah, hold on, Case. Wait. Why doesn't the first the first person who thinks they have the taste raise their hand? Or okay, just, we could do that. Or one. just yell it out. We just switch rules. Or okay, just, or that's just cool. Spit the food out. <laughs> Whoever goes gets first uh, go correct wins. All right, go. Mm. <laughs> Case has got an odd look on his face. Some of these might not be normal waffle. No, this is. So far, we gave you some really sweet ones. This doesn't, probably doesn't taste sweet, does it? This, no. Up, we go, ahead. go ahead. All right, Paul. Meatball. Meatball. No, that's incorrect. Sorry. I'm going brisket. Brisket is incorrect. Damn it! Take one more bite. See if you can get it. Oh my god. <laughs> this is like watching a hyena eat. Seriously, <laughs> this is like my worst nightmare. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. if you know what it is, take a guess. And smack your lips nice and loud. Yeah, actually, my worst nightmare would be if Nick was playing. Uh, yeah. All right, so I, I don't need it. Anybody? Uh, I don't need any. Oh, no, it's like chicken. Uh, <laughs> chicken parm? Are you just talking? No, about? you guys are both wrong. It's pork carnitas and feta cheese. Ah! Feta cheese. I didn't taste the feta cheese. Let's I definitely right. got there. the carnitas. Huh? All right, let's go on to the fourth one. We're doing the, right. God, that waffle is awful. <laughs> and what's the name of it, Kathy? The full name? What, the one that you said? Yeah. Waffle or maybe awful waffle. No, the uh, one after that. Uh, <laughs> the one I can Who put a jawful of falafel in these unlawful, awful waffles? That's the name of the content. Okay. All right, ready? Yeah. Waffle number four, begin. Now, this one mm. is definitely going to have some complexities to it. All right. Let's see if you can guess. And okay. whoever gets the closest is going to be, we'll deem by judgment who the right. winner is. Um, a second bite. Paul's has a very inquisitive look on his face. He's kind of cocking his head to the side. All right. Trying to get a better idea. Case, you're getting some, you're picking up some notes in there. It's hard, isn't it? He's licking the waffle now. All right. What? Hang on a second. Yeah. There's a few things going on here. And okay. I, and I call so, no fair. So start, start naming a few. All right. So banana uh, and chorizo. That's not entirely correct. No. Paul, <laughs> do you have any guess? Just the banana. The banana. <laughs> Something a little spicy, though. Okay. What do you I think that banana. might be? Banana and what? Say Harry Anderson. Chili pepper? Uh, and chili pepper? No, that's incorrect. Casey? No. <laughs> He's like, just having breakfast. This is like, <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know we were playing a game. <laughs> Stop oh, bothering I, my meaning. I fell asleep. Um, Hang on. I got something. Mm. Okay. What? Stop it with the smacking <laughs> lips thing. I, is, is that chicken? 
<laughs> Time's up. You've said, chick- <laughs> you've said, said chicken? chicken? Yeah. yeah. Casey gets it right on that one. Oh. All right. It was, what? It was uh, spicy sriracha, chicken, and banana. Oh. All right. So you got chicken and banana close enough. So that's that's good. All right. Casey is in the lead. Three to one. All right. Next one. Oh, this one should be tasty. Okay. Is he lying? Is he making... Yeah, that makes me nervous. All right. Can we go? Yep. Go. All right. So this is... We're halfway through now. Wait for the hand to go up. Casey's now resorted to grunting while he's hungry. Um, How does the piggy eat, Casey? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? What flavors are you picking up on Hmm. in this particular complex... Waffle construction. Preston, you would be great at this game. I don't know, man. When you start mixing stuff, it's kind of hard. All right. Uh, so, yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah. All right. We're He's mixing things in. Feeling no, I'm feeling it because my you can feel it nerve endings, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. You look Paul. I don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. I don't want to take another bite of it. Okay. Okay. Nasty. Paul's tapping out. All right. And Casey is just Casey, you got forging five, on. You got five seconds to, right. to, to, to take it. Ham and cheese. No, that's incorrect. It was hot Eggplant? roast beef, provolone, and horseradish sauce. Ah. Can you taste the horseradish in there? Yeah. I didn't get the horseradish. I think that's, that, that's what I tasted. Okay. okay. And you didn't like it. All right. So that was uh, second round of not getting it. All right. Uh, let's try number six. This one might be a little bit more in your range. It all comes down to this. And remember, <laughs> these are these these are getting more odd and odd, odder as we go along. All right, so here's another sample of the waffle goat. <laughs> Casey, greatest of all time waffle eater, now knows how to put butter in every single square of a waffle. Okay. So he's so. A, can I guess what's on top? I already know that. Not yet. Just hang on, Paul. You uh, you getting a taste? Yeah. Okay. Come on, man. You, you know what it is, Casey? No. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't trust you guys. Okay. Um, I was expecting this to taste terrible, but it's amazing. Okay. Oh, wow. But it's amazing. <laughs> I'll be, I will be blown away if this becomes a hit somewhere. What do you think it is, Casey? Okay. I don't know. Or, Paul, if you want to guess, you can go ahead. Nutella. Nutella. Anything else? Uh... Okay. By the way, we have three networks bidding on this. Right I know. Now. Do you I think know. anyone is We're, we're pretty much done with this yeah, now. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. They're just begging to get rights to the waffle content. <laughs> Nutella and one other ingredient is in there. First one of you who gets it is going to be our Come winner. On. Um, and so there's something gritty in there. It's not sand. No. I didn't rolled put, out sand. You didn't put sand in there. Thank you for not putting sand in there. All right. Three seconds to take a guess. All right. Is there anything spicy in there? Um. No? Okay, never mind. <laughs> Paul gets that one. Cause Yay! Paul, you nailed it. like cinnamon or something? Nutella and jalapeno. No. What? You I'm didn't taste any jalapeno? I'm not getting any spice. Okay. I've decided we're going to do one more. Okay. Wait, we still have 20 more. No, we, there's more than we one. We have 20 more waffles, Preston. <laughs> we, we, we have one more. I, I know our chefs, uh, Michael and Denise, went to all the trouble to make 10 Ooh. of them, but I don't think I can take this anymore. <laughs> well, it's okay, Preston. Since we started the contest, they've hung themselves. Oh, okay. Thank God. <laughs> this is the, it's come to this. Yeah. All right, you guys ready? Last one. Let's see if you can. Is it, do we have the right one? I'm, I'm not seeing those ingredients. Well, they're eating so. Well, Lisa. listen, everything is run so spotlessly up to here. That looks like number eight, maybe. We're doing a mistake. Okay. All right, just one. Uh, yeah, but I'm seeing that stuff on top. Is This is what I have in number six. Okay. What we got here is we got hummus, tomato, and cucumber. 
Well, I'm going to say yes, okay. because that's what I clearly see that's what you're eating. But it says here hummus with pineapple, uh, but, you know, don't put cucumbers and tomato on there. <laughs> 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 that's what, that's what so Casey gets a point. All right. Champion of the universe. All right. Wow, wow, wow. Is wow. that it? It all comes down to this now. <laughs> Are we going to do another one? Oh, I, then it came down to that. All right, we'll do one more. Okay. All right, number number eight. Oh, it all comes down to this. Yes. We're going to do number 10. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. It all comes down to number 10. This is the last one. All right, last the one. one. All right, Casey. You guys ready? I'm ready. Go ahead. You ready? Bite. Paul, you full yet? <laughs> yep. Oh, dear God. Was that you? That was nope. Casey. It wasn't Paul. Okay. My man named Paul. Paul says he's, uh, he's getting full. All right, Casey. Paul's taking really, like a little bite of each one. Casey's devouring all he's, of them. Well, he's shoving his not. face down in there. He's sniffing. I'm sniffing it, man. Okay. He's in all right. my senses. What do you guys think that is? Want to take a guess? Okay. Paul, Paul, you look like you want to guess. I have no idea. All right, okay, Casey. So we're going locks. He's nibbling on them all. That's locks. And I only know that because Preston, you said something about smoky flavor earlier. Oh, I it smell smoky. it. All right. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just going to go locks. Paul all says right. it's smoky. Paul. I'll agree, Locks. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'll agree. Uh, we're gonna all... give we're gonna give it to Casey. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. I did all the work. Oh for my you. god. Locks and cream cheese. Ah, uh, see, so I didn't get to the cream cheese part. Hey, congratulations! This has been the worst segment ever done on the Preston <laughs> Steve Show. You guys are winners Woo! in our book. That Casey was amazing. Casey's the winner. Oh, the greatest of all time. The goat beats out Paul from Phil Abundance, or he's the 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 son of the uh, CFO <laughs> of Phil Abundance. So, uh, should we give Paul something just for enduring that? Oh my god, of course. How about free waffles? <laughs> Now, we'll have, we'll have a prize for you, uh, Paul. But thank you. Let's hear it for uh, Paul, yeah. our contestant, for stepping up here with Casey, taking on the, uh, the champion. Oh, my Case is, uh, he's toweling off his brow. Was that a lot of work? Did you work up a sweat on that one? No, I'm good. Okay. I tell you, in the middle of that, I felt like I was at a Springsteen concert. <laughs> I know. You should see some of the messages on the text board. I'm uh, <laughs> Worst segment ever? Uh, uh, what? No, a lot. Uh, listening to Casey eat makes me want to punt a baby. Uh, the sound of Casey's lips smacking is making me want to jump out of a window of a high rise. Beautiful. They're still listening. We're motivating that. people. Yeah. Yes. That's what I, we're doing. I'd rather do radio segments like this. I'd rather what do you want roller. me to do? Just eat in silence? Is a, I'm not blaming you. No, I know. I know. The blame is with the person who came up with the idea for this. Yes, and that was not my idea. Whose idea was it? Um, oh, it was mine. Oh! <laughs> I had 10 people ready to go is all I want to say. Oh, you did? <laughs> yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I know. I'm going to stand here and just clean off all the whipped cream off the microphone. Please, thank you very much. <laughs> During the break. But thank you to Michael and Denise. Who yes, all thank those. you in the uh, yes. cafeteria. They Michael were the heroes. The Absolutely. heroes. All right. My God, do we need to take a break. <laughs> I think we need to cleanse ourselves. We'll come back in a moment, do some shots. Hey, we need to go back to work and pick up our severance checks. Yeah, we do. That's it. We're done. We're finished. Uh, we'll come back. Subaru of America is where we are broadcasting live here. Join Jackie Bam Bam Saturday from noon to 3 at the Verizon store at 1301 Bristol Pike in Ben Salem. When you buy a select smartphone from Verizon, you'll get up to $1,000 towards a second smartphone with select unlimited plans. Additional terms apply. Hey, we're going to do a uh, quick shout out if you guys don't mind. Uh, this lovely gal Morgan over here is a huge, huge fan uh -huh. of Preston Steve show. And her husband has demanded a shard out because he couldn't be here. Oh, all right. Because he turned her on to the show, so he at least deserves that, right? So a shard out for Ed Walsh. 
I hit it. Oh, it didn't go. It, it did, did go. Can you raise the volume on a case? I couldn't hear anything, man. You're cranked all the way up. So there you go. One more time. That was it. All right. Well, it's not coming up. There we go. All right. And Casey, you had something you want to mention? Yeah, two birthday shout outs. Uh, this one is from Kelly Rose Pasillo. She wants to give a big uh, shout out to her husband, Brian, who turns 40 years old today. So that is for you, Brian. And then we got another birthday shout-out. This is for a gentleman named uh, Tim Fawcett. Tim Fawcett and I met at a golf outing years ago, and, man, did we hit it off right off the bat. And Tim Fawcett is a huge, huge fan of the show. Tim Fawcett turns 49 years old today. This is for you. Boom. And then, Nick, I got a uh, handwritten post-it note from my dad. This is from my dad's mail lady. She works at the Valley Forge Post Office, and her husband, Jason, also has a birthday today. So, Jason, happy birthday. This shard's for you. All right, we got them done. We got them done. Out. Yeah. Everything is cleared. Let's do the bizarre file, if you will, please. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. All right, brought to you this morning by Stateside Vodka Sodas. They are made with just three simple ingredients. Stateside Vodka, sparkling water, and real fruit juice. Available in liquor stores and at statesidevodka.com for pickup or shipping in Pennsylvania. Now. I don't work here, so I can bring up these types of things in this corporate environment Yes, uh, without getting in trouble with HR. A Florida man whose rap sheet includes more than a dozen drug convictions was arrested last month after jailers discovered four crystal rocks of methamphetamine stored in the defendant's, and I quote, penis skin. Oh, my God. And his name. That is awesome. This is not a joke. This guy's name is Shaft Bang Adams. Shaft Bang Adams? That's his name. Shaft, Wasn't didn't he work in a children's hospital and keep the kids happy? Uh, Shaft Adams. Bang, oh, that's Patch Adams. Patch Adams. Shaft Bang Adams was collared uh, for driving with a suspended or revoked license and booked into the county jail on the misdemeanor count. Adams was familiar with the lockup, owing to owing to his uh, twenty plus prior convictions. For we shall call him Shaft Bang. Offenses like domestic assault, battery possession, controlled substance, and so on. Uh, during the jail intake process, Adams was subjected to a strip search, during which the correctional officer reported finding four crystal rocks, white in color, inside of the penis skin of Mr. Adams. That would have to be painful, I would think. A subsequent field test of the rocks tested positive for methamphetamine. Adams was charged with possession of meth and introducing contraband into the penal penal institution. <laughs> He spent eight days in custody before posting $2,000 bond, and he is back behind bars. So, Preston, when you light up your penis, wouldn't it hurt? I would think so, right? A man flying a kite in Washington State was shocked and suffered severe burns after his kite hit an electricity oh. transmission line. Oh, man. The unidentified man was flying a makeshift kite made with steel cable and a fishing rod. What could go wrong? Yeah. And the kite drifted uh, into Puget Sound Energy's high-energy transmission lines. And he attached two lightning rods as rudders. Uh, he was flown to a hospital and was in critical condition. Fire officials warned people that they should never fly kites near power lines. Yeah, that's a good idea. Dude, how messed up is this? Two Iranian fighter jet pilots were killed on Tuesday when their ejector seats activated before takeoff, smashing them into a hangar roof. It was inside. Oh, I saw this story. I'm like, that is a horrific way to go. Uh, it's been reported that the F-5 fighter jet had a technical problem that killed both the pilots identified as Kianush Bazati and Hussein Nami. Ejector seats, the ejector seats were wrongly activated for both the front and rear cockpit pilots. 
Uh, both men lost their lives due to severe impact with the roof of the hangar. But that shows you the force of the uh, detonation when those seats come out and how far up they can go. Authorities have fenced off the site pending an investigation in what caused the malfunction of the Iranian Air Force jet. Uh, dep- the deputy governor said this incident is being investigated by the assessment team from Tehran. Uh, they denied any suggestion that the plane was airborne at the time of the accident and said that there were no flights scheduled from the base. Uh, the age of the plane was not immediately clear. Iran's nuclear force still operates on assortment of U.S.-made military aircraft purchased before the 1979 Islamic Revolution. And it also has Russian-made MiG and Sukhai planes. Uh, but decades of Western sanctions have made it hard to maintain the aging fleet. So they say you, you actually lose like like a half an inch when you are jettisoned that way Just from the depressed. compaction. Oh, of, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, Authorities in Ohio were called after two men allegedly started fighting at a wedding reception there. Witnesses say 22-year-old William Beeson and 29-year-old Justin Crowell snuck into the reception area at the Richard County Fairgrounds in Mansfield, Ohio on June 19th and attempted to steal a case of beer. When the groom confronted him, Beeson punched the newly married man in the face. Crowell and other guests got involved, resulting in a large fight. Both Beeson and Crowell suffered various injuries during the altercation. Uh, the county sheriff's office said both men are facing charges of theft, trespassing, and disorderly conduct. Conduct. You gotta love it when there's fights at, at weddings. a wedding. I've seen a brawl at a wedding. It was hilarious. Oh, really? Oh, it was great. You remember the one years ago here at the Sheraton? Yeah, in Old yes. City. Yeah. Yes. yeah, somebody died. It was crazy. Somebody yeah. died in that one. I'm pretty sure somebody died. I saw a, a fight erupt, Preston, a, a full-blown brawl at that point in the reception when the garter goes up the thigh and the guy, yeah. The, 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 somebody freaked out because I thought the guy was getting a little too handsy. Oh, wow. And then a brawl erupted. Man, oh, man. All right, and then we'll do one more story. Uh, this is fun. Ralph's Tavern in Worcester, Massachusetts, accepted Monopoly money as currency for two hours as part of its attempt to be included in a localized version of the game. The bar says customers who visited the business between 4 and 6 uh, could use Monopoly money to pay the $5 cover charge. And the play money was also accepted for hot dogs, non-alcoholic jello shots, and tickets for a raffle. The owner says that state laws barred the business from accepting the Monopoly money for alcoholic beverages. Uh, but that's pretty fun that they were able to do that. Were prostitutes included in that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, the company licensed by Hasbro to produce localized Monopoly games uh, is going to consider doing it in that area, which is pretty cool. You've seen like they do, you know, Philadelphia yes, Monopoly yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file uh, for now. We're going to talk to a couple of more people real quick uh, here with our uh, our friends at Subarus. We're having a great time this morning. We would like to welcome the Subaru Brand Partnership and Experiential Marketing Manager. His name is Matt Barber. Matt Barber. What's up, Matt? How you doing? Hang on, your microphone's not on, and there's not an engineer in sight right hey, now. Hey, would you like to play a waffle-eating contest? Case, uh, why don't we, um, I'll tell you, nah, that one's not working either. Why don't you come up here, come up yeah, here. Come yep, come Matt, up here, here stand, here, take this microphone. We're going to get up uh, up close and personal. Sorry about that, there Matt, I apologize. All right, I'll have Charlie come up here and join me as Charlie, well. come All right, on who up. is Charlie? Introduce Charlie, please. Uh, we got Charlie Sloniker here, Chief Revenue Officer at the Philadelphia Union. Say hello. Oh, cool. All right, hello, Charlie. Everyone. How you doing, man? Thanks for coming out. All right, so, Matt, you are, by the way, what is the brand partnership and experiential Marketing manager, what is what is that? Uh, so I'm responsible for working with partners, creating event experiences that bring all this love, promise stuff to life that you see. 
uh, creating cool experiences for, you know, folks who drive the wilderness vehicle, outdoor enthusiasts, you know. Yeah. By the way, is that a beer you're drinking right there? Not a beer. Okay. This is a huge <laughs> coffee. I'm trying to get it, up for this. He's holding it in his hand. He's pointing like somebody does when they have a yeah, beer. Yeah, They're yeah. pointing with their beer hand. They're holding the beer. Yeah, yeah it's out there. It's like, yeah, come on. It man. makes me feel more comfortable. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's part of the new promotion. Share the beer. Share the beer <laughs> yeah. at work event here at Subaru. All right, so the experiential stuff, yeah, uh, which is really cool. Yeah, so the latest thing that we've been working on that you guys would care about is down at the Philadelphia Union. Yes. We uh, are now the uh, main partners down there with uh, Charlie and his team. So Subaru Park, if you get yeah. down there, yeah. we're bringing the love promise to life, right? So, yeah. you know, normally a car company goes down there, drops a couple cars off, gets tickets, goes to the game. But, you know, what we're doing, we're trying to make them the first zero landfill Stadium ever. So I, I follow Subaru on uh, yeah. on Instagram, and uh, you guys were at Subaru Park the other night for Pride Night, and it just it's not like one thing. There's so much stuff going on. It's a really uh, great sense of community in an already cool venue. Now it's got a cool name attached to it, and there's just a lot of I mean, not to use an overused word here, but there's just a lot of love involved in those types of events. So whatever you guys are conveying over social media and and in these platforms that you're using, it's absolutely working. Yeah, if you come to any home game, Subaru Plaza just outside, we've got dog up for adoption oh, we have an organic garden down there producing ah. like 4500 pounds of food for fresh fresh vegetables for chester we work with phs fill abundance to get it out to the community it's uh charlie it's do you tend the garden over there Absolutely, that's my key role. That's no kid, no, yes. stop it for real. Our lead gardener, yeah. 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 two days a week. All right, I got you. But it really is for us. It's a really nice confluence of events because we're here at Subaru of America today, and then next month we're going to be doing a live broadcast from Subaru Park yeah. with Phil Abundance, with Cora, with Rob McElhenney, with the Philadelphia Union, with Rexham AFC, with the Preston and Steve Show and MMR, and so all of these things are tied into each other. There's there's a great broadcast. There's a really cool sporting event, and there's this fantastic charity angle for two incredible charity organizations like Phil Abundance and Cora. And if you're down there, just make sure you pay attention to which waste stream you're putting your waste in. We're okay. working to make Subaru Park the first zero landfill park in the MLS. So this is great because I used to just throw the stuff in the river, and now there's another option. Yeah, <laughs> we're trying to we're trying yeah. to change that. All right, yeah, no. Charlie. So real quick, do you work for Subaru or the Union? Which one do you work? Who do you work for? I got to be clear on that. I work for the Union. You do work for the Union. Okay, nice. And and what is your job there? I'm sorry. Chief Revenue Officer. Chief Revenue, Chief Revenue. Officer. We have okay. a number of CFOs here today, bro. Yeah, man. That's really cool. You handle the money. Essentially, yes. Okay, <laughs> nice. And uh, what, what are the upcoming events? When are, when are the next games that are at home at, uh, at uh, Subaru Park? So July 17th is the next one against D.C. United. So okay. Third place in the standings right now. Continuing to grow on that. Nice. And, uh, yeah, how about uh, the, the event that uh, Nick had mentioned here a second ago with uh, Rob McElhenney and uh, Wrexham AFC? Uh, what's the vibe on that in the building? Very excited for it. You know, Rob broke the news the other day, so we're, we're pumped for everything that they're bringing to the table to have Wrexham. And, you know, it should be a really good show at Subaru Park. Yep. And we're asking people to come by and donate to Phil Abundance. Uh, for that as well. So we've got more details coming on how you get the tickets, but it's going to be free. It's going to be all free from what we understand. So. Just a couple of weeks away, too. It's amazing. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. Uh, anything else you want to mention uh, concerning uh, Subaru and, and what you guys are doing and events and so on? No, just mention, you know, get a ticket, come out one of the union games this fall, uh, make it out to Subaru Plaza. We're there activating two hours before kickoff. Come see pets you can adopt. Bring gear. We're collecting gear for local youth soccer programs. Um, 
We're trying right, to do, do some really good stuff for the community. If you want to get involved with any of the um, charity side of, of things when you're headed to a game, is there a place that you can website you can if go you, to? Yeah, if you want to learn more, PhiladelphiaUnion.com slash Subaru okay. has a lot about what we're doing as partners. And then, obviously, follow either both of us on social media, and you can learn more. That's great. Awesome. Great. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. We thank appreciate you. it. Uh, let's hear for Charlie Yay. and Matt, guys, Matt Barber, and uh, the great work that they uh, continue to do here at Subaru with the community. I love it, love it, love it. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We've got some stuff to give away. The lesson question is up next with the trash and the music news. We're zipping right along on this Friday morning from Subaru of America in Camden. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Subaru of America into the latter portion of our live broadcast today. Thank you. Hey, you guys. It's awesome. uh, Members of Phil Abundance in attendance as well. Of course, this all stems from Camp Alpha Hunger 2019. That's this live broadcast. Yeah. We'll do another one before we even get to this year's Camp Out for Hunger because uh, they, of course, won for 2020 Subaru for the largest donation and have for several years. And we love it, man. We'll come here as long as they want to keep being a part of this event. Uh, and we, speaking of uh, Camp Out for Hunger, we released the Save the Date for Camp Out for Hunger 2021. And it's going to be at a decidedly different time. In years past, we've done it right around Thanksgiving, but we moved it a little bit earlier this past year, and it worked out great. And because of uh, scheduling at the sports complex, uh, we can be there this year starting November 1st. So it's even earlier. The day after Halloween, we yeah. begin yeah. the Camp Out for Hunger. So it's December 1st through the 5th, and we hope that you'll jot that down in your calendar and start making your plans now. It's a little early to start making plans for your food drive, but if you want to get started, rock on, man. That's wonderful. You I know they say, do it super. What's I, that? I apologize for interrupting, but you did say uh, December 1st through the 5th. Oh, I'm sorry. November 1st through the 5th. November 1st through the 5th, so the day after Halloween. And those uh, early start programs will also start earlier this year, too. Yeah. So that the stuff with Acme and all of that's going to be moved up. So if you've done that in years past, you'll be able to do that again this year. Excellent. All right. So we're going to do a lesson question. Nick, do you have one ready? I do indeed. All right. So the prize we're going to give away this morning is a digital download of Godzilla versus Kong. Pretty awesome. And what is the question that we have, Nick? Who narrated the audiobooks for Sweet Valley High and the Babysitter's Club? All right. 215-263-WMMR. Back in our 6 o'clock hour. Let's see if you know the answer to that. Uh, who narrated the Babysitter's Club and the... Sweet Valley High. Sweet Valley High books. All right. 215-263-WMMR, the number. While you call, we will do the trash. So let's do that now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by the Craft Beer Trail of Greater Philadelphia, covering five counties with over 90 breweries and a 1,000 beers. Don't miss a summer weekend along with the Craft Beer Trail of Greater Philadelphia. You can get your fill at visitphilly.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Harrison Ford suffering a knee injury after a shoulder injury while filming the fifth installment of the Indiana Jones series. The 78-year-old Ford had been filming an action scene when one of the tennis balls flew off of his walker. <laughs> right off, and he just fell over. Britney Spears' boyfriend, Sam Ashgari, saying he's amazed by her courage as she fights an oppressive conservatorship. Ashkari posted on Instagram saying that Britney is his lioness, while he is her, quote, whatever a guy lion is called. Oh, my 
And finally, Eddie Deason. Do you remember Eddie Deason? He is the guy who played Eugene Felsnake in the movie Grease, oh. being accused by a Maryland waitress of demanding that she serve him, but only if she was wearing fake eyelashes and makeup. Deason says that while it seems creepy, it really isn't because he also routinely has sex with goats. Oh, wow. So there you go. By comparison, not that creepy. And that's uh, your Hollywood trash. We will go to the phones and see if we can find an answer to today's lesson question. Who is the narrator of the Sweet Valley High and Babysitter's Club's books? Uh, 215-263-WMMR is the number. And we are going to go to listener Don and give this a shot. Don, can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right, Don, who narrated those books, please? Liam Neeson. Yes, you're correct. Liam Neeson is the answer. Hang on the line, my man. We're going to get your information, and we are going to set you up with a digital download of Godzilla vs. Kong. The fate of the world hangs in the mountains as these legendary adversaries, adversaries collide in a battle for the ages. Who will win, who will fall, and who will be crowned the king of all monsters? Own it now on digital 4K Ultra HD. Let's get to music news, please. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by Duncan. That is loud, isn't it? Brought to you by Duncan. Uh, Well, Casey's got him cranked all the way up here. Hang on, let me bring him down a little bit. We just can't hear him in our headphones. You mean this? Yeah, that's the one. Brought to you by Duncan. Yeah, President, President and Steve run on Duncan. All right, we're going to start with this. Uh, A&E Biography will begin airing its two-part KISS documentary, kiss Story, when? on Sunday night at 9 p.m., uh, with part two running on Monday. The episodes chronicle KISS's 50-year history from its pre-famed Wicked Lester days up through the present. What was Wicked Lester like? Do you, do you, are you familiar with that band I at all? No idea. I, they probably didn't wear makeup. They probably just looked like a regular rock band, right? I, I'm, I'm assuming that might have been the case, but I'm not really sure on that. Uh, Kistory will feature new and exclusive interviews with co-founders Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons, of course, along with current members, uh, guitarist Tommy Thayer and drummer Eric Singer, Ace Frehley, and Peter Chris will be represented through archival interviews, by the way. Uh, Victoria, do you remember who Kiss is, or are you way too young for that? Veronica. Veronica. She got, we got her I'm name. sorry, you said it wrong. <laughs> Veronica. <laughs> Never mind. All right. Also featured in history. Your ace is kid. Our friends and fans, Tom Morello and Dave Grohl, along with uh, producer Bob Ezrin, the band manager, Doc McGee. Uh, Pr- Peter Chris passed on appearing in the project. Due to what he felt was too uh, small of a fee for his participation. Aha! Uh-huh. Okay. Someone's a little full of themselves. He also did not allow the band to use his signature song, uh, the 1976 co-written Beth, in the documentary. Paul mm. Stanley touched upon uh, Chris and Freely not taking part in the retrospe- retrospective telling Ultimate Classic Rock. It's sad, but that kind of fits sad. into the whole dynamic. Uh, we did the best we could. We tried numerous times in all different ways to have them be a part of it. But this idea of final editing and money and this and that, it was like, nope, your involvement doesn't warrant that. So Beth was their biggest hit, correct? Yeah, yeah I believe so. Is that wild? Yeah. You would not think of that as being the number one big song for Kiss. And who ultimately loses out in a situation like this, he said, they do. I don't really want to trash those guys because we wouldn't be here today if they hadn't been in the band. And we wouldn't be here today if they still were. But their deaths cannot come quickly enough. (laughs) Maybe that's the underlying message that Paul is trying to pass along. 
Uh, the upcoming Apple TV miniseries, uh, Apple TV Plus miniseries, Watch the Sound with Mark Ronson, will feature appearances by Foo Fighters, uh, Dave Gold, Queens of the Stone Age, uh, Josh Homme, and Beastie Boys, Ad Rock, and Mike D, to name a few. Mark Ronson hosts the series, premiere on July 30th. Uh, it comes, uh, there's a report that uh, Ronson will meet with various musicians to discuss capturing sounds and the impact technological innovations have had on music. So Mark Ronson is, uh, has produced with a lot of people. Didn't he write, is he one of the co-writers on, uh, as you would call it, Nick uh, Shiloh? Did Shiloh? he write Shiloh with uh, Brad, uh, uh, Bradley Cooper? And uh, Lady B. Cooper? Uptown Funk, I know that. Uptown Funk, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Paul McCartney, Tame Impala's Kevin Parker, and others will also participate in the show. Nearly 30 years after breaking on the national scene, Pearl Jam still looks back at the band's early fame with a sense of confusion. In commemoration of the release of the band's debut album, 10, on August 27, 1991, Eddie Vedder and Mike McCready recalled becoming seemingly overnight rock icons. Uh, For Eddie, being singled out only caused him to cling even more tightly to the band dynamic. He said, I felt that with the more popularity we were going to be crushed, our heads were going to pop like grapes. Ew. He said, I knew it wasn't graceful the way that we were handling. Uh, at the same time, it's like being graceful in an alley fight. You're just trying to get out of there alive. Uh, we held tight to each other and held tight to the music. Mike McCready revealed that the, the, hell are you talking about? the downshifting of the commercial elements to Pearl Jam uh, didn't come from him. He said the decision to pull back and not do videos and to slow down interviews, it was all about Jeff and Stone and Ed thinking that it was necessary. Ed was getting way more scrutiny than anybody. It was probably overwhelming for him. Uh, it was for all. It was for all of us at that time. But I guess Mike was still more Nick. Yeah, I think he gung ho about being a rock star. Yeah, and um, partied more than the other guys did. But it turns out, in essence, they were right. The band is still around thirty years later. Uh, McCready admitted that he wanted the band to enjoy all the fruits of rock stardom rather than pull back before things got out of hand. He was the one that would throw those epic waffle-tasting parties. (laughs) Um, Telling his bandmates at the time, this is what we wanted since we were kids. Let's keep doing this. Let's do videos. Let's keep going. Let's embrace this. But they weren't into it. They said, no, we've got to uh, because this is all going to fall apart if we don't. And I think they were right. He said, I feel like... Uh, we're still around today, maybe because of that first major decision to try to do it our own way. We made a lot of decisions that were counter to what the record label wanted us to do. Yeah, I mean, Mike was into drugs and alcohol and all that kind of stuff, and um, it, it probably would have killed him if he had stayed down that path. Right. Uh, photos have started surfacing online from a pop-up concert last weekend. I mentioned this, uh, featuring uh, Travis Barker and Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, The surprise concert started with a tweet directing fans to an area of Venice Beach. Uh, When the fans arrived, they found a stage and retreated to a 13-song set with Barker on drums, Machine Gun Kelly playing to hundreds of fans. That's pretty exciting. No mention of what prompted the show, but, yeah, they got out there and did it. And and the the only way the audience was uh, aware of where to go was through a tweet. Yep. Huh. All right, and then uh, one last thing. He's not really a rock musician, but he certainly uh, has respect for rock music. Post Malone. Already has a stunning car collection, and now he's added a Ford, G- a Ford GT supercar to wow. it. Wow. I recently sat in this car. How, how much is that? The it's a million dollars. A million dollar car. I know someone who knows someone who owns one, and I saw it in person and sat inside the car. It's a million dollar, dollar car. Wow. 
It's unbelievable. That's why Subaru is such an inexpensive option. Exactly. Right? I mean, this, is a, this is a real car company for right. crying out loud. So, I mean, you can, you can afford cars. one, for Christ's sake. Yeah. And uh, try taking that freaking thing up into the mountains. So he already owns uh, a Bugatti, a Lamborghini, a Shelby F-150, a Rolls-Royce, a Phantom e They're all crap. A black badge thing. Colonnade? Uh, I have no idea what that is. Uh, but anyhow, uh, the, the one that he has is uh, 647 horsepower, and it's uh, bright white and dark interior. So I think he needs to spruce up his collection. With, with an Outback. Yes, of course. Sometime today. Uh, all right, and there you go. That's what I have in music news for you this morning. Uh, speaking of Subaru, that's exactly where we are. And I've mentioned that all morning long. Of course, we're broadcasting live Subaru of America. It's a beautiful day to be here. Anytime is great to be here, but it's such wonderful weather. we got the doors open. We're enjoying it. We're going to take one more break. Matt is on his Twitch account playing Call of Duty. Oh, good so, for yeah. him. So you can stream that live yes. right now. <laughs> Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get ready to wrap the whole thing up. Give away our Word of the Week prize as well. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. That's right. And this month's band is Goalkeeper. Goalkeeper, your local shots artist of the month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly. Had a beautiful day today. Going up to like 81, 82 degrees. And clouds and sun. It's going to be nice tomorrow. Warming up, really getting to those summer temperatures, 86 with some clouds. Sunday, 90 degrees. Wow. Afternoon sun. And then Monday and Tuesday, mid-90s. So we're going to start to bake a little bit. So we're going into a heat wave? It's three days, right, for a heat wave? It takes three days over 90. So, yeah, we might very well hit that, Steve. I was just showing Kathy what it's going to be in Seattle this weekend. Have you guys seen that? Like what it's like in Portland and Seattle right now? A high of 103 in Seattle tomorrow. 113 in Portland. I mean, these are the, this is the Pacific Northwest. Dude, I saw a story we didn't get a chance to get to today in Siberia. Oh. 118 degrees. Oh, my God. Ground temperature. So I just joined a swim That's, club there? Yeah, uh-huh. you should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and because uh, it's so, it's, uh, the rates are so low. Yes. No, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's amazing. So, yeah. yeah, some record temperatures out west. And hey, boy, wouldn't it suck to be wearing all leather and riding a motorcycle out in that stuff right now? Check poor, his poor wife. Where is Bill Weston right now? I think Utah still. Yeah, because it's not like he's traveling back across the country. He's touring in that general area right in the heart of this massive heat wave. Or yep. he's dead. Yeah, Connie may have killed him <laughs> for taking him on that trip. Well, Connie probably got, like, maybe they got into a fight with, like, some Hell's Angels, and Connie was like, my man could kick your ass. <laughs> or maybe Don't she that. maybe she left with one of them. Oh, uh, it could be. Possibly. But anyhow, we'll find out. We should check in. We should try to check in with him yeah. next. We should because, and, I mean, it's, it's cool that he does this. He's, he's really, he's into this stuff and the, the touring, but, yep. man, what a bad confluence of events. Well, yeah, yeah, and he probably planned it around this time just before it really gets to those <laughs> Hot, hot, hot summer months. Yeah. I have been there in like the the you know middle to end of July, and it's not fun, you know. <laughs> All right, so uh, as we're about ready to wrap, uh, what I would like to do is go ahead and get our letter of the day first, and we're going to talk to Matt Ritter one more time. We'll wait for get a caller while we're talking right, to Matt. Right. So, Case, do you have the letter or I do. nope? Oh. Is it, I heard a falsetto voice. I do. I've That's... got a letter. 
Oh, Perietta Robert is, is here. All right, well, uh, hit the sounder, please, if you would, Jason. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... E. <laughs> yeah. Earth. All Earth. right, and we'll take caller number 9 at 215-263-WMMR. And we will... I regret I picked that number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we will give away the uh, the prize. But uh, before we wrap here for the day, we do want to talk to our friend uh, Matt Ritter from Subaru. Yeah. Hey, hey! One more time. The guy that kind of... Now, listen, I know you're going to... I know you're going to heap all the praise on the fine employees of this company, but you I do am. spearhead this thing. You do... You're our liaison. You, you kind of... Uh, keep things going as far as the uh, the camp opera hunger goes. Uh, so you're you're a point guy, and uh, what what did you want to uh, to make? And we're going to be back here later on in the year. Yeah, we're going to plan that, and and I guess, I guess on the point guy, but like you said, it's really all the employees who are a big part of this and making this happen. I'm going to pay a few of them off here in a second, but it's also because we're all passionate about this, right? Subaru gives back in so many ways throughout the communities around the country, and uh, you know what? Beating hunger is something we're very very passionate about. I do want to say point out one thing real quick. We have two special employees or colleagues here today. Right behind me is Lois Palmer and Gail Lombardo. They've been here each. Lois has been here for 34 years, Gail for 37. They're retiring in July. And we are going to miss them terribly. They have been wonderful, wonderful uh, advocates for this brand. They put in countless hours of volunteerism uh, throughout the entire Delaware Valley. That's awesome. Uh, and want to just give a shout-out to Gail and Lois. We're going to miss you immensely, and thanks for everything you've done for us over the years. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. Now, Matt, I understand they're going to uh, retire. They're going to tour the Midwest on motorcycles. Is that right? <laughs> That's right. Or Subarus. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you the important thing about this. I was asking, I guess I was talking to Nick and Casey both, and I was talking about, you know, we're we getting ready to plan for the upcoming camp out November 1st through the 5th. And I got a text. From a buddy of mine who uh, names Kyle Baptiste, he owns Next Level Remodeling. He texted me just by hearing that date and said, hey, we'll see him in November. And this is the importance of this, right? In other words, whether you're a large business or small business, start your planning now and yeah. commit to being there in November to make your donations. Because if you think about it now, you commit to this, make it a goal, you're going to be there. And any, as we know, any donation counts. And so... You know, we got businesses, big and small, playing now. We've already begun our planning, and uh, we're excited to see you in November and uh, do really great things for the Delaware Valley. Our partners from Philip Abundance are here. And I want to tell you something. 800,000 families there serving in this area. Uh, there's huge food insecurity among children. Around 23% of all kids in the Philadelphia area are food insecure. That's, That's unacceptable. We know that. And the work that you are doing with Camp Out all this food that goes into Phil Abundance and gets distributed out. Last year, with their member agencies in conjunction, they d- distributed over 55 million pounds of food in 2020. Well, think, about astonishing. What, think about what think about was going on last year, yeah, right? That, and how much that was table. needed. Yes. So we want to thank Phil Abundance for their great partnership. Thank yeah. you so much for everything you do. So we had Gina and Paul and... Veronica. That's right. Right. And uh, Morgan, who came down from Pelabon. You know, Subaru last year, we donated 155 million meals to Feeding America. Those meals, by the way, came right back. Many of them came right back to Phil Abundance. So this is all of this uh, comes together really, really nicely. Um, Real quick, our retailers that you heard on the air today, Rafferty, Cherry Hill, Glansman, and John Kennedy. Thank you so much for everything they do for this brand. Uh, Go see them. And uh, the employees that make this happen, it's all of the super employees are all so passionate about this and 
you know, that's what makes us a really special culture and a special family here. But specifically, JR, uh, Joanne, Keebs, Anthony, Amy Strawbridge, Shira Haas, who used to work at Philip Bunnens, and uh, we brought her over to Subaru. Danielle Ferrari, uh, Nick Saracini, thank you for all of your help in making this all come together. And most importantly, want to thank you for putting on Camp Out year after year. This is a big deal. And you've grown this into the largest single-site uh, food drive in the entire country. And you know what? It's an honor for us just to be a part of it and seeing all these other companies increase their donations year after year and giving us a run for the, our money. You know what? That is awesome. And quite frankly, this is going to sound a little weird, nothing would make me happier, make us happier than if we were beaten yeah. this year because that means really great things for those food insecure folks out the Delaware Valley. And we want to get beat. You're not just throwing that out there because no. you were the one that came to us and said, I want to institute a method by which other businesses can rise to the challenge. And your initial suggestion was we will withdraw. And we said, no, you cannot be penalized for being really good at what you're doing yeah. and keeping, you know, holding the bar high. But that's how, how willing you were to walk the walk in this case. And the end result is other businesses have said, I mean, the fact that we were in the middle of 2020, the camp out expecting, we didn't know what to expect, and then had such an amazing turnout. Terrific. It was just amazing. So that was all part and parcel to this effort that you made and just all these businesses that had many of them that had not participated before being a part of it and making it work. That's so exactly great. right. We're, we're so grateful for that. We, like I said, we challenge everybody again, come on down, increase your donation, and we would love it if we were able to get beat because that's such great news for Phil Abundance if we do. And thank you again for letting us be a part of this. It's terrific. Absolutely. Awesome. We love him. Matt Ritter, guys. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Wonderful. All right, let's get ourselves a winner. We are going for the Word of the Week prize, and we were looking for caller number nine, and I believe that is listener Ron. Let me see if we can get him. Ron, are you there? I am here. All right, Ron, what is our Word of the Week, please, sir? Annie. You fill up my senses, Father. There you go. You fill up his senses. Quoting the great John Denver on that one. All right, so, Ron, hang on the line. I'm going to get your information. We are going to give you a sweet escape package at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Atlantic City, including a midweek stay in a suite, a $100 dinner voucher, and a spa package as well. You can book your Hard Rock Atlantic City escape starting at just $89, and that is at Hard Rock Hotel Atlantic City. Dot com. Let's find out what is going on today's uh, program, Pierre. What you got happening today, man? Well, I, I wanted to do Annie for Annie's song, so that was the reference, and thank you for getting it, Preston. Oh, my pleasure, sir. Um, yes. I know everything you're talking about. <laughs> I know. You and I are so on the same wavelength. Um, that's why um, we're going to go camping together. Oh, you're going to go camping? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, my, he's my hunting guide. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 But he doesn't use, like, modern equipment. He's really a purist, and we use the equipment and camping tools of the American Indian. That's, That's correct. right. Yep. I have hawk feathers, and I uh, cross them in a certain way and wait for the wind to blow. And then, depending on which way the leaf falls off of the feather... That's the way we go. And then, and then, like, seven or eight days later, when the park rangers find you emaciated and babbling, uh, then you know you've completed your camping trip. I'm emaciated and babbling mostly every day. So, um, anyway, on the program today, we will have workforce blocks of Tool and STP and the Bard of the Barroom. Ladies and gentlemen, lonesome George Thurgood was sashaying uh, with some delightful words and melodies. Excellent. You do that just to, to, for me, don't you? I do. <laughs>
It's uh, when he does he does Jimmy Buffett for me. He does oh, that for you. Uh, we, our, our favorites. The beautiful well, thing. You've got to love it. Yeah. And then All we'll right. have a block of John Denver sometime in the next future. Excellent. Ooh, beautiful. <laughs> All right. Uh, I want to thank, uh, real quick before I thank our sponsors, I want to thank out the assistance that we received here uh, today for the live broadcast, IMS Technology Services, Newman University Videography, Bowder Audio, and Light Action Production, along with our engineering staff and our promotion staff and everybody from MMR. Always phenomenal. It's been a while since we've done this, and, uh, you know, it, it came up pretty damn well. I will thank our sponsors as well. The President and Steve Show brought to you today by Rafferty Subaru. Home of the best overall brand four years in a row, according to Kelly Blue Book. And it's all about you at Rafferty Subaru. Subaru of Cherry Hill, 1800 Marlton Pike West, Route 70, Cherry Hill, and Subaru of CherryHill.com. Also, John Kennedy Subaru. Adventure starts at JohnKennedySubaru.com. Enjoy your ride. And by Glansman Subaru, making car buying easy. So we thank all those guys. That is it. We are done. Have yourself a fantastic weekend. Rage on. Stay safe. And we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys for being here today. Bye-bye. Subaru, we'll be on next camp. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR.